Hello! Welcome to another edition of uh, Dungeons and Dragons in Quarantine. I am your host, Jared Sarton. I mean, sorry, we're Here Be Dragons. Uh, I am your host, Jared Sarton, uh, also the Dungeon Master, also, I guess, Keeper of the Dog, which is right here because I know chat's here just for the dog. She is not happy it's, with you right uh, now. But <laughs> we're doing you that. woke me up! Across the screen. She's adorable. Oh, man. She is an adorable grump. Across the screen, you see in your top left corner, Alex Kearsley. Right next to him, Austin Schumacher. Bottom left corner is Lindsay Sarton. Uh, nice. And then our Vanna White is actually Nathan Andrasek. Um, and to his right, Lauren Bird. So. It's nice to know how we're stacking because I don't actually know. So yeah, now, now you Alex guys know. No, 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 other no, side, no, other no, other side. Other side. He's on this side? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, over he's over there. Man. Okay, so wait. So and Jared's on the other... No, Brady he's bunch literally in next to you, and then I'm just below Alex. Yeah, there, there it is. Um, okay, okay. Hi, so, hi, chat. We're just having fun with our, our video windows for a little bit. Um, don't mind us. We'll play D&D eventually. Um, man. Sorry. Right, <laughs> you, you guys all did get the can of Pepsi we're supposed to, like, hand across, right? Ew. <laughs> oh, Pepsi. Ah. Uh, Darn. Uh, well, uh, before we kick it off, we just want to say thank you to everyone who's tuning in, who's liking, following, sharing. Uh, we do have our social on the top right here, uh, so just above the two gentlemen on the top. Uh, is our, our social. Follow us on all of our platforms. Uh, we did have a fun show last week that was alerted on the socials. Um, it, we do have an uploaded replay of that here on Twitch. Uh, we got to stream live with... Um, Dragons and Things, and another another uh, channel here in LA that does Pathfinder, uh, and lots of it, especially now in um, our so incredible much. amount of downtime. Uh, but they do Pathfinder. We got to be one of their first D&D shows on there for a little bit. Uh, stay tuned as we interface with them. They're a really great group. Uh, we borrow some people at times. Jared Hoy... Um, and we'll try and steal a few more from that group. Uh, Nathan actually is on one of the shows as well, so take a look at their Tuesday nights. Wednesday, um, Wednesday, Wednesday nights, Wednesday yeah. nights, Wednesday nights. Uh, well, yeah, pre pre quarantine, it was Tuesday, and now I'm oh. on Wednesday. Gotcha. Perfect. It's it's, it's a it's mess. Just just follow them. Take a look <laughs> at their stuff. Uh, they're great. Also, um, outside of that, we do have a, a big. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Uh, yeah. Austin's grabbing his dice right there. Blacksmithcraft dice. We do roll with a bunch of really cool metal dice. Um, so that's the big thunks and cluds that you hear as we're playing. Um, take a look on Amazon. Link should be below. Uh, wonderful, awesome, amazing dice. Lots of colors. Cool. Uh, we do have caffeinated cobalt, which we just had to order some more. It's Ooh. really good coffee. Uh, Caffeinated Cobalt has four flavors of awesome gamer-themed, D&D-themed coffee. <coughs> Take a look at them. Uh, they also they just do got some... a newer one, didn't they? Yeah. It's an espresso. Bean we... Holders Brew. I think we just we ordered that one. We did. Bean Holders Brew is the new espresso roast that they have. It's amazing. Uh, so take a look at their stuff. It is well worth it. Uh, Every penny. It's so tasty. They do streaming as well. They do some board games and a few other things on their streams. So Ooh. take a look at them. Um, I think they work with, oh, what is it? Cobalt Cultist. So take a look there. Uh, and then finally, we do have Critical Treasures, who makes awesome dice bags and various other geeky paraphernalia. 
Uh, take a look at her Etsy below, and hopefully you can still make some orders and she's not completely backlogged. Um, if so, then uh, keep an eye on. She definitely does open her backlog once in a while to get some new cool orders in for dice bags and more. Just um, go, I think I saw her post something, go directly to her Etsy page. So search it, go to her page, don't go to it via an ad, uh, because she loses mm-hmm. most of her profits from oh. the sale. The the link, the link oh. below goes directly to her page, so that'll give her the full benefits. So take a look there. Um, thank you for tuning in. We do have Draclin the hair back, um, <laughs> and he has returned from the mountains. But he's like, yeah. All right, if you did miss it last week, we did have a fun little one-off-ish. Same storyline. Um, the The crew explored the inner workings of Linus, this tent. Um, take a look on our Twitch. It'll be on our podcast, hopefully this week. If I get time to edit that, uh, but we do have we, we do have podcasts up, so you can catch up with our entire series. Uh, the main line is up. We don't have all of our one shots, but uh, those will be coming soon. Uh, with that, are you players ready to uh, roll some dice and kill some stuff? You know, if I could get well, like twenty minutes, I think so. Twenty minutes. I'm, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to go. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. That. Oh, I'll be. I'll make it work. I think I need an In and Out <laughs> Burger first. Uh oh. Oh no! Uh, before before we get into uh, everyone and their in and outs and Five Guys and things, chat chat. You go to town with what's better, in and outs, uh, Five Guys, etc. We're gonna play some D and D. If you have a local burger that's better than both of those, if you I have totally a local burger that, that is far better, possible. yeah. All right, give us your best fast food burger. Go now. <laughs> while we play Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. While we- <laughs> it- it could happen. We'll see. We'll see what chat brings us. Um, so, players, I think last we were left off, uh, we were in the Stumble On In. Downstairs in the rooms, taking a short rest after a lunchtime brew. Um, the, the inn's fanciest brews. So, uh, it kind of took you out for a little bit. Um, Draclin got a little bit of rest. Probably some sword fighting again, knowing Drakland as, right. he, as he does his thing. Uh, the rest of you got a little bit of strange rest. You don't know if it was a dream or not, as you explored the inner workings of Linus. Uh, but now you're left at early afternoon. The, the bar is still a little bit uh, busy from the lunch crowd. Drinks on tables, uh, lots of cheering and excitement as it is starting to pick back up after the catastrophes of dragons attacking. Um, life is becoming a little bit more normal a day or two later. Um, and I believe you were looking for Ebrin and his brother, the Ghost Blade. What is it that you'd like to do, players, as you are in your rooms and coming back off of a short rest? Well, when we last saw... The ghost blaze, as I believe he was referred to, he, he took off down um, down the big tunnel um, that seemed to have opened up in the middle of the city, and um, I don't think I'm alone in noticing that there were some parallels um, between what we're seeing up here and what we saw in Linus, um, with the big hole opening up and things happening down there. Um, I don't know if it's altogether possible, but um, 
following him might prove to be rather informative, or at least um, could give us a bit of an idea of, of what we're facing down there. Yes, it is possible. Uh, my only other concern is that... Well, one thing I have thought is that one way to save Ebron is to find the, the Stone of the Kings. Are you suggesting that you try to possess said stone? Well... That could end poorly for you. Yes. Well, if we find who's supposed to be the king and get them to actually be the king, then Ebron doesn't have to. Well, that's fair. But how do, how do we find any person of that sort of caliber? Looks at Draclan. <laughs> I don't know that it was like that dramatic, but that just popped into my head. I was no, like, it oh, probably wait, was. It probably was that oh, dramatic. Oh, oh me? Wait a minute. You well, said, perhaps. I, I, yes, I mean, I, I do want to rule, but not. I don't know if I would be the person to rule this place. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Well, I have no idea of the political landscape of, of this particular area. Not that I was very good at political landscape. Well, anyway. from that that party we went to, I kind of gained the political landscape in about 20 minutes. So I think yeah. I have a pretty good sense of different parties involved. Who would you pick? Well, Steve? this Calmondo lady seems quite suspect at the moment. Not yes. in a good way. Yes. Okay. Who is a good option? Because Ebron doesn't have much time. Did when we were at the party, Jared? Question mm-hmm. for the DM. Yeah. Did was there any sense of like as I was mingling, going about? Was there any sense of people who were trying to seize the throne that would actually be like worthy? Or I mean, I was. It was obviously cursory that I was having hearing conversations, but yeah, any kind of inkling. I mean, some of your inklings were that almost everyone there could have. Uh, a chance at seizing the throne uh, but you do recall a lot of them had traveled back through the portals after <laughs> the party. Uh, the only ones that you uh, had more inkling of the area was uh, Lady Calmondo who her home is now sunken in and you haven't seen her uh, and a few others who have died already. Uh, you actually saw one of the deaths, a duke that had died um, yeah. you thought he was pretty well lined up and he had passed right in front of you um and by Ebrin's brother yeah what well if this is the shadow blade i know you were talking about a shadow or a shadow the the the, not shadow blade ghost blade um that one person was killed by supposedly the ghost blade if this is in fact a man then it's possible then that he is the um, I hesitate to say murderer you're looking for, but how are you stunned. making that connection? Corporate, that's the word I'm looking for. Why do we think Ebron's brother killed the Duke? Well, everything we investigated at the party led us to believe that the ghost blade was the one seen closest to him. He has those. Those um, change much like the one that Valari has with a quiver of bolts in it. He had those hanging off of his person. Well, then the Duke must not have been a good candidate. 
<laughs> or how much can we trust? He's Ebron's brother. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Have you ever heard the story of Cain and Abel? Who? Of who? I'll tell you later. I mean, how much do we really know about Ebron that we could fully trust him? If he was jailed by a bad guy, then that makes him a good guy. But a bad guy's nemesis is a good guy. So therefore, or a different if, bad guy is a good guy. <laughs> respect. I'm just saying you, we don't really know Ebron, so we can't even say whether we should trust him or not. That's fair. Although he is currently, uh, he seems to be possessed at this point. So whether he can be trusted or not, I feel like is is fairly right. Um, what about the Drow King's son? MIA? What if we find him and say, suck it up, you're king? But nobody knows where to find him, though. Well, let's find him. I feel like if people knew where to find him, they would have tried that. Yeah, but people also try to kill dragons, and we're a lot better at that than they are. So maybe we'd be a lot better at finding missing princelings than they are. Well, if if some would like to try and find the princeling, um, would someone want to join me in an exploration of the the tunnel? I mean, I I would be happy to quickly fly down it. Uh, we could for say an hour. Uh, the three of you could go about your ways. Uh, uh, Valari's ability to uh, sneak Navigate. through places, uh, Lord Draclin's way to speak through places, your way to smash everything that you do, um, <laughs> and then the two of us <laughs> could fly down and inspect the hole while the three of you look for uh, the princeling. I hear no this seems my my only my only wondering in my brain is if we think there is some kind of threat similar to that large frog creature, it may be dangerous in the tunnel. Do you think? Well, I sure. I don't know that we would be going to engage in any man. I believe this would be strictly a reconnaissance mission. Yes, to be sure. Well, we didn't go into the tunnel to engage with anything in the first place. True, and we could have left without engaging, but I don't know that once stones were thrown that that was quite possible. Well, here's the thing. They were clearly summoning things, but I do think we took things even further than we had to with that poor boy. So maybe... <laughs> there was that. Yes. Maybe... Things escalated rather quickly. Yes. I mean... He... You guys wouldn't want to see how my family treated us kids. <laughs> In drow culture, the, you learn lessons the hard way. Every lesson. This is Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> we all have tragic backstories. <laughs> I was talking about my character's totally fine. He has no problems. I know. Well, I didn't have parents. No so I wouldn't know about that either way. <laughs> Right. Wow. So, uh, uh, you three explore the town, and the two of us explore the tunnel? Okay. Sounds good to me. Uh, Meet back here in one hour. If you run into trouble, turn the belt. 
Okay, if I'm that walking down a ditch, I will oh. turn the bell. <laughs> if you need something smashed. Cash. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I think this is a I'm, just, I'm not gonna accept like, You won't know. I, I will Don't no you metagame! I will no Don't longer. you metagame! This is me Azari saying I will no longer turn the bell you have broken my trust. Wait, are you saying it all? At <laughs> all? No fair, you can't take what Nathan is saying as Wait. what Arthur is saying always. What? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We've been right. trapped too Thank long you. together. Whoever you are. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, did all of you have a, a good rest? Yes. Uh, Slept like a log. <clears throat> Great. Well, <laughs> there was um, a bit of... Um, Happenings. Um, yeah, some, some sort of stirrings that... Uh, I'm not quite sure if it was a dream or not, but there were several parallels that, that seemed to be able to be drawn from said dream or experience. Or It was like that one time I had those mushrooms that grew on that one tree. Remember, McGoth, we had them back. All right. Was, we're going to go check out town. Uh, well, it was an experience that... But it was probably like, something so with those pillows. This, I didn't know we thought it was a dream. So was it like a collective dream then? Since we oh, all... it real happened. Wait. It definitely happened. So if it happened, there was I something. I not going to bring it up. That's what I thought. We'll fill. Of course, you will take care of it. Bye, guys. I... <laughs> Wait, what? As, as the party is apart, are we splitting up now? Yeah. I think we're splitting. Okay. So as we split up, let's say just a couple quick hellos because Push made it. Uh, we got Penguin, Witch Doctor, Duchess of Diamonds, Potus, and some cheers. Um, Potus resub for the seven month in a row. Woo-hoo. Oh, and Duchess of Dino sent some bits, so she's already pecking at that hype boss. Yeah, mm-hmm. Potus, like, you have to agree. Mudruckers is a great burger. See, I, is, I can't disagree. No I joke. never went there. Oh, I've we been to buy one burgers. for like 18 years and never went there. See, now you finally poked the Austin bear, apparently. He wasn't as upset about Five Guys, <laughs> but you brought up Fuddruckers, and it's like, oh, heck no! But here, I, I wouldn't necessarily consider Fuddruckers fast food. Rocks fall and the party dies. <laughs> order at the counter. It's not. It's not well, like same as five guys. Yeah. Well, none anyway. of, none of those exist here in the world of Nier. Um, there are stackos that are. as you as you walk out stackos of stackos greater than burgers any day, <laughs> and I love burgers, but. As you walk out of the inn, fortunately yeah. enough for you, there is a Stacco's cart. Um, and the the young lad pushing the cart down the road stops and yells out, I've got Stacco's here, fresh off the cart. Who wants a Stacco? I'll take three, please. Huh, three for you, young lady? Okay, um, what what kind of meat would you like on it? We have um some beef, some chicken. Ah, uh, there's a little bit of dragon in here. Oh, oh, oh. Give me pulling the exotic stuff. Two of whatever, and then one of the dragon for my dog. All right, um, one beef, one chicken, and um, doggo. And the the young pup comes running up and jumps and catches the dragon stacko out of the air. Uh, that'll be uh, two silver, please. All right, whatever. Thank you. <laughs> All right, whatever. Just whatever, money. Money. I turn to the stacko cart guy and ask him. Uh, Hey, you seen the Drow Prince anywhere? <laughs> that one? 
and points at Lord Draclan walking out. Oh, 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 uh, I am not a prince, young lad. Just just uh, a uh, wait. nobleman. Oh, oh, okay. Insight um, check to see if Lord Draclan is actually the drow prince. <laughs> but you guys left us, right? Do I, do I need to roll deception or... <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? Some of Alex's backstory coming out. Uh, your 13 tells you that I'm not from here. <laughs> cool, okay. <laughs> it's just real convenient that we met the drow in the town where apparently a drow prince is missing. There's a princess looking for a prince. Alright, so apparently we're splitting the party. Uh, yes. Yep. Super. Nothing um, could possibly go wrong. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Uh, we might be starting new characters next week, but we'll see. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. All right, players. Who wants to go first? So, um, no to the prince? <laughs> um, no, I I'm mean... I'm not from here. What, oh, you're talking what, to Stacko Kid. What prince yeah. are, you, uh, are you looking for? The dead Drow King's son. Oh, I've never seen him, so I don't, I don't know. Just wondering. Okay, okay. thanks. Cool. Uh, Stackos. He catches it and gives you a nod, and he pushes his cart down the road, yelling out Stackos as he's got fresh meats and flatbreads to offer. Lovely. <laughs> All right, we're splitting the party. Which? Which? Yeah, I was gonna say who wants to take first. Roll the, a dice, Lauren. Yeah, roll the dice. You two different parties. I rolled a 14. All right, you guys are going first. Okay. Cool. Uh, meet back at the inn in an hour. Yep. One yep. hour. Okay. We can't get into too much watch. trouble in an hour. <laughs> yes, we can. Don't lie. <laughs> uh, I turn to Lord Jacqueline and ask, if you were a prince and you were wanting to hide, where would you go? Uh, probably somewhere... Where only well-connected people could find me. Awesome. Mr. Well-connected person, please take us there. Okay. <laughs> um, so I want to I do my best. I, I've been here a little while, not too long. Yep. But I want to do my best to try to think about... So from that party, if I can think about the best way to connect to Lady uh, Calmondo... Yep. Commando, I want to find the person who I think would be connected to tell me more about her, because she seems like the biggest mystery that we need to figure out if she is good or bad. If she's good and she's being attacked or something, <clears throat> versus she's creating this hole in the ground, like all these. So, so the thing I want to lead us to is like a person who's well connected to tell us more about how we can track Lady Commando down. Yeah, I mean, you did spend enough time here. Uh, to understand that some of the most connected people are usually the ones performing uh, tasks such as um, sewing and mending or uh, cooking and cleaning. There's a whole section of town that has tailors and has weaponsmiths that are a little more high-end, that your connection that hooked you all up with the suits and the nice fancy dresses... uh, the shop next door seems to be a, a fancier uh, 
accessory shop. There's small bags, there were some belts, there was a few hats in the window, and you wonder if she might have been in either the tailor or uh, the accessory shop. Okay, so I'll, I'll lead us to that spot and just say, so I th- I wonder if perhaps this accessory shop would be a place where we could track down Lady Calmondo. I, I do think she would have answers for us. Maybe bad answers, maybe good ones, but this is this would be my best guess. Sh- shall we go in? Let's do it. Okay, I'll kind of after after both of you. Oh, he's a gentleman. I'll hold, I'll hold the door for them. Oh, thank you. Ooh, who says uh, dead? Walk inside. All right, as you walk inside, the accessory shop is one that has some of the fanciest, most expensive pieces of wear. You see some jewelry uh, hanging on a mannequin that seems to be well-kept. It's a big ornate piece with lots of gold and diamonds. Um, There's a few hats off to the side. Uh, There's also a few small handbags, uh, but there's one big tower of scarves in the middle that all seem to be floating there magically. And from behind the scarves, uh, an older woman pops her head out, and she's an older elf woman. Oh, my dearies! What? What brings you in today? Is there anything that I can get for you? Um, it looks like you could use a scarf. And points out uh, the the empty necks of the two young women. Um, I, I have a necklace on. Oh, you have you have a necklace oh, on? Yeah. Which one? The one. On the, the pearl, pearl, pearl one. Oh, the pearl one. A little choker, Real right? Knows. A little choker. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Say so that hasn't come to play in a while. In a while since the hot. Well, in <laughs> like a week. <laughs> yeah. Game time a week. Oh, oh, true. Yes. I'm sorry, I don't have much for you, gentlemen, but um, if you have a, a lovely lady in your life, you can look at some of the jewelry over there. I feel very out of my element, so I'm just going <laughs> to smile awkwardly and then, like, turn to Draclan, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, madam. Uh, my my name is uh, Emery Draclan. Uh, what is yours? And I'll reach out my hand to, to shake her hand. My name is Eleanor McGuffin. Eleanor McGuffin? That's a beautiful name. <laughs> so I, I've i learned one thing in my time. I, I'm rather young man, but I've learned one thing in my time, and it's that the people who are tailoring or creating accessories, things like I see all around me in this shop, are the people who know everything about a city. I've been shocked. I, I would imagine that's you too. Yes. Um, I see quite a few come through here. Um, we had uh, quite a few travelers in the last few days that bought up most of my merchandise. And she points to oh, a couple wow. empty shelves. But we do have a few regulars who come in and, um, you know, try the scarves and get a few of the jewelry pieces and we handcraft for them. We do have a few orders that we put in takes quite some time to get some of the fancier materials, so I get to know some of the folks of the town. So, what would you be able to tell me about Lady Calmondo? I know she has many suitors, but I really hope to be one of the first in line. Oh, haha. She has a few pieces here that, um, that are on order, but she's been keeping her eye on this. And she walks up to the big necklace 
the is like in the front of the shop. It's been um catching her eye every time she's come in. She looks at it and touches all of the the outer sides of this big diamond. And you see that the diamond is very well shined, uh, as if the shopkeep walks up to it daily and cleans it, even hourly as guests come in and want to just get their hands on the, the lovely piece. It, this is absolutely incredible. One of the most stunning pieces I've seen in my life. What what would the cost be for such a piece? This piece is um rare. It, it's about um, 6,000 gold. <laughs> yeah. Deary, don't Sounds spit on the merchandise right. over there. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, that's that. Is, that sounds like a fair price. That's quite the quite the pretty penny. Mm-hmm. What uh, if if you were to give advice to a young man like myself who's seeking the hand of Lady Calmondo, how how would I find her, meet her, make an impression? You haven't you haven't met her yet. Well, I plan to court her, but we've not had a proper introduction at her party. There was a a catastrophe, a dragon arose, and it's quite frightening. Indeed it was. Um, well, usually she's um, in here every few days, but um, I haven't seen her since the party. Did she leave a forwarding address? <laughs> we, could, we could deliver her things for you. Um, you're not on her list of servitude to pick up her things. Oh, oh, she wouldn't be a servant. She's a princess. (laughs) Oh, a princess. You do need some fine jewelry. from another land. I'm I'm good. Um, But (laughs) what I was going to say is servants in these dangerous times would not be safe to carry expensive things. So that's why she would be grateful if you had us do it because we could fight off bad guys trying to take her nice (laughs) Things. <laughs> Jacqueline's kind of looking at the corner of his eye, like, "Where's this going?" <laughs> I don't think Lauren knows, but it's like, um, a, "I'll trust you." <laughs> not like the best idea. I'm like, "Wow!" <laughs> First time out, my dear. Have you a what? First time out. Uh, She's like, I mean, on the I... top of a tower most of her life. Just, just <laughs> let it, just let it be. Mm. It shows, but um, <laughs> please, please, um, be careful with the merchandise, and uh, please pick something out that um, suits you. Uh, wait, what you've just said is very concerning to me. I, is it possible that Lady Calmondo's been kidnapped? I mean, given. The state of things, she could be kidnapped or the bottom of the big dark hole. I'm not sure. But, um, she does travel a bit and disappear for days on end that sometimes her stuff sits here waiting for weeks, even. Hmm. Who would be the person to contact if we did want to get in touch with her in this time? I would say, um... The door guard, but uh, there is no more Don't door. Don't say the door guard. He was very rude. Mm. He is one of the few that is um, allowed to 
enter her home and talk with her that's not a suitor or the like. Hmm. So, second question for you. I Sorry, I know I have so many questions, but if I were going to get something nice for the door guy, <laughs> what, what, would, what would that be? There's a fine selection of a watch? Um, gentlemen's scarves and hats just around the corner. Um, otherwise, a fine beer? Take him out for drinks? Hmm. These are good suggestions. I appreciate this. Out of all the things Jared prepped for today. <laughs> uh, Ari, uh, Valari, do, you, do either of you have any more questions? This wonderful no, lady has I'm been good. helping us so much so far. Here's a copper for your time. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk out the door. <laughs> How much did she insult the woman that sells six six thousand dollar necklaces by throwing a copper at her? You did hear the copper just hit the floor as you walked out. <laughs> I like I like I like kind of turned to leave and then I turned back to look at her real quick and then I pick up the copper and I'll go, sorry. <laughs> Good luck. It waves you off. Thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just, just outside, uh, Astro is standing there, and he's got his little head tilted down as he can feel that there was some awkward presence coming back out the door, almost as if he looks like he's in trouble. <laughs> uh, just, just to clarify, I, I don't foresee the a partnership with Lady Calmondo and myself to to be. A feasible option, but it was simply a, a way to uh, see, it, find a way in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever you say. <laughs> Roll a deception. <laughs> she doesn't like Ebron, so I, you know, we're good. Yeah. Um. Please, please roll for amount of blush that happens. <laughs> and that one. Yeah. Oh, 18. <laughs> you turned bright red. <laughs> Sunburn. Uh, okay. I don't know where else to go. Should we just go to the... the well, let's let's check pool? with my friend, uh, Lavat. Lavat? Mm. Yeah. Lavat right? yeah. next okay. door. Let's yeah. just check in with Lavat, and perhaps we can get a good deal on something for the doorman. I, I do think that could be a good idea to get him on our good side. Is he still there without the door? <laughs> oh, I'm sure he went back to his post after we left. Oh, because oh, the house fell <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> he must be somewhere. <laughs> There's no house but Dreklin thinks that the guy is like at the empty gate. Just like, if you want to enter this giant hole, I have to check. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully no spoilers here. Um, if it is a spoiler, go back a couple episodes. This, this house that they keep speaking of, the mansion, uh, is now a giant hole in the middle of town that goes, from what the players can tell, at least 100 feet plus deep, and it's dark down there. Um, so the door guard of the house and the lady of the house, they're not sure what happened because there is no house. It's a giant pit, but um, yes, yes. 
I will I will tell you, Ari and Valari, I will tell you that us drow, sometimes I don't really think about it, but us drow are very responsible folk, and if I'm told to guard a house, if the house disappears, I probably stay at the gate, but I, I realize that other other folks are not similar in that way. If I were to leave that post, I probably would be punished severely, so well, he was my mind's probably, a, a little bit in a different place. He was probably at the gate then, when the house turned into a hole? Mm-hmm. I hope Maybe not. Lavat knows where the drow prince line is. I mean, the that, first thing he would, would do is convenient. look for some clothes that wouldn't give him away. Yeah. Right? Very possible. I don't know why he'd go to the most expensive <laughs> tailor then, but... <laughs> it might be the only one he knows. Maybe we should go to the slums. I'm okay with either way. If we go to the slums, though, I... It's not a place that I would probably know how to navigate, so I, I would be more following. Oh, Lari's got it. Uh, Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> but people dressed like princes don't just walk through the slums, so... But he wouldn't have gotten not fancy clothes from Levat. <laughs> uh, Jared, do we know how long ago this prince disappeared? Uh, you're not quite sure, but it sounds as if uh, the way people speak of him, he's been gone for months. Like years. Months oh, to okay. a year. Like, he's not okay. been around for some time. Uh, the only thing, Draclin, that you've been able to pick up is no one had seen him come attend to his father on his deathbed, and now with the announcement of his father's death, some people have thought that he might show back up to claim the throne. Other people have just kind of cast him aside. Got it. Okay. Hmm. If only Kreslin were here. <laughs> what? Uh... <laughs> well, you could just bring the old king back and then we'd be fine. <laughs> shall, shall we try your idea of going to the poor part of town? And well, I mean, Levada is anywhere? like literally... Right. That's true. Lavada is right here, in front of us. And even if he didn't come here before, he probably has seen the prince before. Or if Lady. He's the finest tailor in town. He's made clothes for him in the past. Or so maybe. This is more likely to know something about him than anyone. Or even who else would like to be king? I know it can be hard to, like, find a job, but here we have a job and we just can't find a person. Let's let's try Levat then. Okay. Kind of go. Oh, just go right to the front door and mm-hmm. open up and hold the door again. After you. I attempt to curtsy. <laughs> and uh, performance check. Yeah, that's a three. You almost <laughs> fall on your face, but you are able to stay upright. Um, <laughs> as you walk in, the tailor is a little bit more in disarray than your last time through. Uh, Stepping inside, you do see one gnarled old goblin kind of hobbling up to you, and he stops a little bit away. Welcome to Levat's. Um, Mr. Levat is not here right now, and we're uh, a little back-ordered on things. Where'd he go? Um, He he stepped out... uh, couple days prior. Um, probably just, oh, just after he got you your suit, sir. And points at, uh, Drakland. 
I, he, um... He hasn't been back since the party? No, he... He went out to get some more silks, but, um... The caravans seem to, uh... Have not gotten back. It usually only takes a, a day or so. He goes just up the road to the, the local farms to get some of the, the silk. From the silk farms? Why does he go to farms to get silk? This is not good. <laughs> the silkworm's gotta live somewhere. <laughs> this is not good. I don't like any of this. I think we need to go back and find the others, too. Well, Has Law ever taken longer than a day to do this? Oh, it took two days once, but um, that was when, uh, let's see, when they first released that that ale, oh, he came back a little hmm, tipsy on the second day. This has been multiple days, right? Oh, it's now coming up on the third, third day. Third day, right? Um, oh so he might want to check the bars. Um, I'm not sure what he's up to. Otherwise, maybe he's got a broken wheel on the cart. But uh, I'm sure he would have sent a a message along or something. So, how long have you been working with Levon? Oh, I'm the original goblin here, and he grabs his little vest, and you can see it is very well tailored, and he stands up proud, and you see uh, a couple little golden bars uh, sewn in down each side of his vest. Each of these is Four years service, so one, two, three, four, five, uh, 22 years okay. now. Great, so you've probably known the, the prince since he was small, and you guys have probably made lots of clothes for him, right? Yeah, uh, the prince uh, from the Sunwalker family, or the... No, the, the drop. Oh, oh, the, the prince from the Undercity, oh man. I made um, a shirt for him when he was a young lad, and he came up to the schools up here, but I haven't seen him since. Uh, they, that family has been quite quiet, and they have their own tailor within the castle, so I don't get much business from them. And the Sunwalker Prince is missing too, or...? Oh, he, he's a hooligan. He travels a bit, and... He doesn't want the throne. He doesn't want the life. Uh, he was last here about two years ago. Uh, I think he's probably uh, traveling for himself as a... Oh, I don't know. A hipster, hippie thing, whatever the kids are calling him <laughs> now. Uh, making his own beers and whatnot. Have you heard of people trying to locate him and persuade him to come home? Yes, yes. Uh, both princes have been... Attempted to be persuaded home, but uh, the the prince from the under city, when he's been here, he's been quite oh brooding, evil. He he's had a gang around him from time to time, but um, I don't know much about that. Perfect. No, that was yeah, great, cool. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I, I do have one last question for you, my good man. Do I, I do I know the goblin's name? Yeah, you you'd met him. His name is actually Stitch. Stitch. Okay, <clears throat> a Stitch. Uh, I just have one last question for you. Well, what uh, what do you think of this situation that Lady Kamando's house has collapsed into a hole in the ground, and 
do you do you know anything of her whereabouts or perhaps the whereabouts of her staff or did they did, did we think that they all passed away what what, oh, man, what I, are we making of this i'm not quite sure what to think of it it's been interesting turmoil to see that happen um well i've never seen anything in my life like that but uh one would think the staff inside, probably with the house, wherever that's at, um, and the lady of the house, maybe there too, unless she had stepped out to safety, but, uh, hey, Nip, get over here. Small goblin runs up. Um, I, I haven't heard from any of the goblin staff in the, in the home either. They usually tend to, um, the kitchens and the cleaning, but uh, I usually have a drink with them once in a while, and they didn't meet me at the bar last night. It was just us tailors. Um, Needle over there made it. Um, Bobbin too, um, but none of none of the others. <laughs> this is rather strange. So it's almost like everything, everybody, and everything has just disappeared. Everybody's dead. Everybody's gone. This is bad news. <laughs> but not my friends. No. I, Sorry. I don't know if they could say that, though, because perhaps, and I'll kind of take Ari and Valari like, to the side and say, perhaps we should tell our friends at some point when they investigate the hole to check the bottom of the hole and see if there's wreckage there. If there's not, then perhaps the house just was taken elsewhere. Should we go to the hole and meet them? Maybe. Okay. Well, here's... Also, what I'm thinking about. So, yesterday, when we fought the frog thing underground, mm-hmm. um, and then the, we talked to the boy, they talked about how they were trying to summon the Dragon King today, and he was delivering a message for someone. Wait, from someone. Whatever. Um, yeah. And I was just thinking about that, and if we should try to pursue that line, because... I don't think that frog thing was necessarily the dragon king they were trying to summon. It was something to support whatever this perhaps coup maybe. Um, And now that he's saying that the drow prince was borderline evil, I don't don't know if maybe he has some association with this. Hmm. And we should be looking into this summoning of the dragon king that's supposed to happen today it's already later in the afternoon so we're running out of time to deal with that in and of itself so i feel like we need to be finding ebrin and preventing that and then like once we stop that then we can figure out who to put in i don't know i just this is Uh, does that make sense i yes i i think you're correct i i my hope is that when we reconvene with our other friends that they will have more information about maybe a summoning or something happening down there because it would be down there again wouldn't it i don't know that's we need to figure out where it might be so i think our better questions right now will be figuring out more about the summoning as opposed to looking for princes who people have tried to look for i think first we need to prevent this dragon king from taking over within the next few hours. Um, I think that it's a fair assessment. Jared, how long has it been roughly at this point? Um, or like, are we coming to that hour point? Yeah, you're coming close to that hour point. You've spent a little time kind of roaming the 
what it would be, the northeast part of the city, um, stopping into a couple shops. Uh, so you you haven't rushed it, so you're probably at about 45 minutes here. Okay. Let's go back then. So, do you, I'm trying to remember where, um, sorry, that nap really confused me. I'm trying to remember <laughs> where, um, the house above, like, where we came out of the frog was. And if there's anything more we could get from there before, the guy, just so we can start gathering more information so that we know who, like, what to pursue and where to look for the summoning. Well, from where you're at, the house that you'd walked out of is actually in the lower city, almost directly below you. So we could head there. I think that's our best... I I don't know. I think that's our best, because I've been um, kind of just taking in everything and trying to yeah. process. Maybe yeah. if we go once we have our friends, because we told them an hour, and I'd hate to leave them waiting. Maybe cool. if we go with full force to the house. Well, we've still got time, right? Honestly, might go to the house and run into them. They might be making their way there now because they are going down there, and that's the way out, right? I mean, how long will it really take to go? Just kind of look around, right? I mean, knowing Garth and Rumail, they'll probably be late anyways. <laughs> how long would it take us to feasibly get to that house? Like, how, is that like a ten minute or like a probably 15? like a seven to ten minute walk? Because you have to find a gate to go down and to the house itself. So you'd be coming up on that hour, but. Where you're at, you'd be very close to the hole. So, okay, I, I'm fine with whatever both of you want to do. Go there, meet up first. Either way, I'm fine with. My vote would be to meet up and then go, but that's just me. All right, so, I will say that you guys are walking in some direction. In that direction. Yeah, sure. Well, either way, we have to go back towards the end, oh, right? So go back yeah. and yeah. go down and then up. Yep. Yeah. All right. And now let's head to the hole, investigators. <laughs> we roll back about 46 minutes and 12 seconds right now. <laughs> and the Stacko guy is walking away. Stackos! Stackos! <laughs> like vantage point. All right. Rumiel! To the pit! <laughs> B1RD. He wanted to like unfolds, and he was actually in one of the hood of your robe. Oh, that's right. There. He, he, yeah, because he came with us. Yep. He kind of unfolds and sits up, and you hear a couple little clink clinks as his wings stretch out onto his sides like a normal bird's wings would. Um, I'm gonna do like kind of like I did before, as he's like waking up, and we're going towards the pit, I'll do a little produce flame in my hands for kind of use that as a morning freshener or mid-afternoon freshener. (laughs) So he, he does play in the flame, bathes himself in Mm -hmm. it and you see him come more to life. You make your way up towards the the edges of the hole and you see, um, some wooden, some small wooden fencing around the, the hole just to kind of keep people from, making their way in. A guard paces around. Oh, be careful over there. Don't fall in. Oh, of, of course, of course. Um, just doing a bit of investigation. Um, I'm going to turn to Garth before we go down. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, what Lindsay was saying was kind of in my brain as well. Since they were trying to do some sort of summoning thing in that, in that tunnel, I was... Mm-hmm. 
So, Goth, since they were doing some sort of summoning in that tunnel, I was thinking yes. maybe it would be good to to fly through there real quick just to check it out on our way down in case the situation there had changed at all. If it has, that could give us some immediate clues to, you know, what might be going on. And But if it's empty, then we can continue to do our reconnaissance. Um, that's fine with me. I would think... Uh... The thing I wanted to know more so was how deep the pit was. And I, mm-hmm. the other option is to go to the bottom and then stop on our way back up. Um, Fair. Six of one, half a dozen of the other, as it were. Sure, sure. Uh, we've got an hour. Um, I'm to flip for it. All right. Um, I'm just going to uh, call, let's see... 50, 50 and below. Yeah. I'm rolling a d10. I don't know why. I could literally roll anything. Yeah. Uh, 50 and below. Let's go um, tunnel first. Tunnel first. What the, if, uh, all right. The, the, the side tunnel first. All right. Um, fine then. I pull out the my belt, put it on. Boom. There we go. Shrink down. I'm going to put it Walks onto the mage hand, <laughs> sits down, fastens seatbelt, listens to the yes. the three minute spiel. Welcome to Mage Hand Airlines. Rolling up his like roll cart, the not the roll cart, yep. the um, roll cage. Just like yep. there are plenty of other airlines that you could be flying today, but thank you for choosing Mage Hand Airlines. Please Uh-oh. fasten your seatbelt by putting the thumb and the pinky together over your knees. <laughs> Here we go. A hand on B1RD and spider onto my little spot as he... So B1RD catches you and you climb right onto the top of uh, his back where there's almost like this little cockpit made on the bird. Um, And he latches you in to prevent you from falling off. Uh, B1RD does a quick twirl around and then hovers right next to Garth as he fastens his... Thumb and pinky seat belt and uh, hand belt. His hand belt. Yes. Yes. And at this point, I can't talk to him anymore. All right. So. So we're off. we start flying down. Well, yeah. I guess if you wanted to test the deepness, you could because I can't say anything. No. If we determined we were going to the tunnel, we'll go to the tunnel. <laughs> Lawful good. For once. What are you talking about? Chaotic evil. <laughs> uh, so we had we do a quick pass through the tunnel. Quick pass through the tunnel, being yes. the one that went into the the caves or down yes. in the deep hole. No, the 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 side jaunt that looked like a horde of some sort. As you fly in, you hear the guard go. Ah, oh, um, it's all right. Mm. We're heroes. <laughs> You you go flying down and you get to the little ledge of the tunnel, but uh, as you get to the ledge, you notice that the little hall that led up to the cave system is caved in. Oh, wait, did that happen? And I just didn't remember it. Yeah. Okay. That's new. Well. I would, I, I'm guessing <laughs> I'm we're kind of like floating there. <laughs> I'm like, well, we will. 
I suppose this is a dead end. Let's see how far the tunnel goes. Downwards. 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 50, 50, <laughs> 75, 100, 200, 225, 250 feet. And at this point, the sun up above is just a mere speck. Uh, and you aren't able to see much. So you continue to slow the the advancement of... Honestly, yeah, do you have anything to, to give yourself some light there, Garth? I, I've got a little dark vision, but I don't I mean, know. I'm assuming the only thing that Garth has lighting the way is the glowing mage hand. So you get about five feet of, yeah. Yeah, of visibility. And Rumil, with your uh, dark vision, you're able to see the walls. You start to lose sure. the color on the walls. Uh, and yeah. you see that it still feels like it's bored down. Uh, almost this circular drill down to wherever you're at. Um, mm. You guess that you're closing in on 300 feet down at this point, and you do see a floor. It's a smoothed, flat surface. Uh, nothing is on that floor. It's incredibly cleaned. It's dirt, and it yeah. looks like a, a couple spots where uh, there could have been stone that was almost just sheared in half, uh, but it is a, a completely like flat bottom to the pit of this core that is missing. Huh. Okay. Is like as as we're kind of slowly descending, I'm assuming the glow all of a sudden illuminates this floor. Yep. From the mage hand, there's no sign of like. Are we getting any signs of? As I kind of like uh, start to circle around, mm-hmm. are there any tunnels that lead that are just extremely dark? Mm-hmm. No, it's it's a big, empty, flat spot with a complete, clean bore all the way down. This seems quite odd, wouldn't you agree, Rumil? Exactly. My only thought is that. Possibly. Well, they were having trouble with portals. If there was a portal that somehow just opened up, sucked everything in, hmm. Well, I think it's best, since we've investigated the tunnel to the best of our abilities, to head back to the top and find our way to the inn as uh, I have no other answers that can be found here. Uh, Actually, uh, one quick check. I'm going to kind of like land the mage hand on the ground, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna stay shrunken, but I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna have the mage hand there and like cautiously like put out a foot and push down a little bit. Like, is it, do I have solid ground? Solid ground walk around a little bit. You leave some light footprints, but not anything too deep. Uh, You do get a little dirt on your boots. Um, So it's like a dust layer almost. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, I'm going to... I'll get back on the mage hand. Fly it up around near Rumiel. I'm like... One last test, then. And I fire a firebolt down at the floor. I'll say, we're a decent distance up. 
I'm imagining when you do this. Yeah, it's a fire bolt. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like if the if the ground explodes, I just want to know where to And this is now a Michael Bay film. Uh, <laughs> right? No, you the the firebolt hits, causes a little spark reaction, and then just dissipates. Nothing catches. It hits like you just shot it into dirt. Odd indeed. Well, let us resurface. We'll be back early, um, which is fine. Uh, we have no other things that we can garner here. I start flying back up. Follow. You finally make your way up to the the top of the hole in the lower city. Um, you guys have probably been out for about 15, 20 minutes at most as you had your descent and flight back up. <clears throat> well, Rumiel, I have no other thoughts other than um, it is odd that there was a cave in there. That being where... Yeah, I'll transform out of the spider once we get to the top. Yeah. No, that was that was something that I found odd as well. It seems as if someone had has caved it in since we've been there. Um, it might not be a bad idea once the others get here to try and explore that space I don't, again. Um, don't you find it odd? Now that I think about it, Ibrin's brother jumped into the pit using some sort of flight suit. Mm-hmm. We saw no sign of him at the bottom. It's true. And that is that now it's caved in. He made it into the tunnel. Do you know how to mold earth? I can. Hmm. But I can't do it from the back of a spider. I'd have to be down in there. Find a place to stand. More transformations left, I don't suppose. Well, that's taken a bit out of me. I could probably do it just once more today. Um, Or at least... Uh, if we wanted to take a bit of a rest, I might be able to get a, be able to do it again. Um, but I've got maybe one more in me before taking a break. Hmm. Yes. Uh, I just hope he's all right in there. I didn't even think about trying to mold the earth around it. No, nor did I. Hmm. Well, um... I don't know, unless you have any other thoughts of where we might look. My only other thought is the Kingstone itself. Uh, if That was mine as well. We're kind of being pulled into places. Either there seems that there might be some sort of summoning happening in that tunnel, but everything should end at the Kingstone, which we know more or less where it is at, but we don't have exact... Um, we don't know exactly. Yes. Did we, I forget, did we give Ebrin or uh, the, the ghost blade, the necklace? We have an amulet. You do have an amulet. But I don't think you did. I don't think we did. He's acknowledged no, that he, we have it. He knows that you have it, though. Who has it? Which one of us has it? I thought Valari had it. I think I have it. Okay. Yeah, Valari does have it. Okay. Because that is the other point, too. We do have that amulet, which is meant for the person guarding the king, which is supposed to be the the ghost blade. Hmm. 
indeed. Well, uh, I, I don't see anywhere else that we can go on our own. Unless we wanted to do a brief look inside of the... Uh, how much time have we burned, DM? You're coming up at about 30, 35 minutes with your discussion and transformation and planning. Well, the only other thing we could do is try and, and do a brief investigation on that... on those tunnels. If there's no one in there, then I suppose we can go directly to the King's Stone. If there is someone there, then we can... then we can come in prepared and know when when the others get here we can at least coordinate some sort of yes of plan yes we're already in the lower city let's go over to that shack we can open the hatch and at least look down sure see what happens make it back in plenty of time I would assume I think uh, to we should make as much haste as possible I think that is fair Mm-hmm. Right, so you go hustling over to the shack. Mm-hmm. It takes you a moment to find it because it was tucked behind a few rundown homes. Uh, you see the shack up against the the back of a home where you met Ibrin prior. Mm-hmm. Uh, perception check on if anyone's around. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'd probably um, pull out the my. Well, I probably had my staff out, but I'm going to cast Shillelagh on my staff and have my shield kind of at the ready, um, just in case something is there. 17. Ooh. 11. 17 and 11. Uh, you stealth up a little bit, not being incredibly quiet, but being very aware of the environment. Uh, you sure. Don't, That's accurate. You don't see or hear anyone around. It seems like back behind these homes, it is quite quiet. Mm. Well, Um, I'd say we go into the shack then, yes? I think that seems wise. I can be at the door if you want to mage hand it open. All right. So I'm going to be at the door kind of ready. So you're like stacking up with mage hand, like. <laughs> yes, essentially, yeah. And then, open the door with mage hand. All right, as you open the door with mage hand, I need Rumiel to roll a dexterity check. Just straight check. Straight check. Um, nineteen. Nineteen. You. Do you hear a clunk as the door comes open as if uh, an extra mechanism is moved and you're able to duck just a little bit as a crossbow set up across the door fires out at you. Crossbow that you didn't We see didn't put there. Or put there yourselves. Yeah. Uh, it seems that someone was trying to protect this entrance mildly. Well... It does seem as if um, we're moving in the right direction. <laughs> yes. Odd. That wasn't here a day ago. No, we certainly didn't leave it. The cave-in was not here. The crossbow was not here. Something has certainly taken place in these tunnels. Yes. I do not like it. Well, uh, check for other traps really quick. Uh, yeah, can we investigate for... Um, kind of peeking in, looking around. 
and look for any tripwires or anything? Yep. You may. Okay. Roll your yeah. investigations. Um, 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 um where's the message? Uh, nine. Nine. You don't happen to find any other tripwires. You actually mm-hmm. find that it was tough to see the the mechanism that fired this crossbow yeah. off even. Uh, it was very well crafted. Um, a small little piece of wood uh, hanging on the, the side of the wall that was balanced up just nicely against the trigger of this crossbow. Uh, and uh-huh. somehow, as you open the door, it did cause a shift in that piece of wood. Uh, to your eye, you just thought it was a little part of um, mm. the way this terribly built shack was made Um, but you realize that that piece of wood is a little bit more fresh or new than the rest of it Uh, but you don't happen to find anything similar to that throughout well it seems as if that was the only thing here that's all that I can see well then let's um, I guess be be careful on the hatch that's my only worry if they if they booby trapped the door, I imagine the hatch might be a bit dicey. Yes. Um. I would. At this point, we know that something's happening, and so perhaps it would be good to to wait for backup. If we try and go into something and it's just the two of us, granted, we may be able to do a bit, but I don't know that I trust the two of us. Well, first off, rude. Second, <laughs> you, I mean, yes, it might be better to go in with more. I'm just so curious why I set a trap here now when before it was so available. Why the cave-in? All right, yes. Uh, let's get back. We'll still be early. Um, let's see. I'm thinking. So this trap door is just in the floor, yes? Yes, it's a large wooden door, uh, crudely hinged on the back. Uh, it does have a rope handle that you can pull up on. Um, otherwise, there's just a little bit of concrete around it to provide structure. Ding. I was going to yeah. try and mold Earth a tunnel to go to bypass the door, but you put concrete there, you sly dog, you. Concrete and no metal. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> also, you do see a sign that says wolf proof. <laughs> but it didn't What think- about goats? <laughs> 16 goats later. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's head back. I was going to say, and and I think if anything, if if we were to actually open this and see something underneath, we would not make it back in time. No, no. yes, it's better to be on time, to be sure. Yes, especially since some of our party don't think we can do it. Really? Did someone say something? <laughs> I just get this sense. Yes. Let's go. I know what you mean. Quick, let's get back early. <laughs> As you hustle back towards My the legs hall. Are too short. You hustle back towards the hall and you do see three familiar faces 
coming out of the stumble on in towards the meeting point just on the lower city with you all. Oh, well, they got back early too. Dead end. No prince. We were thinking about going to check out that house. Oh, there Funny was a you should mention that. <laughs> well, then we should absolutely go, right? Well, did spit it out. So when we first um, investigated the hole, um, but there's nothing there. Nothing. It's a bare floor. We got to the uh, bottom. There was a bear. No, 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 no. It's an empty, barren floor. A childless floor. Got it. Well, correct. Well, I am glad there aren't any children at the bottom, (laughs) I must say. Um, It went down quite a ways. Um, Well over 200. There was was nothing nothing there. No other passages. No, it was very, very clean. The one tunnel we know of had a cave in. Yes, you what? remember that that one that we went to. Of course, the, yes, the it was fog. caved in. Aye, aye, it was it was dead. caved in. Um, the only person that Garth and I could think of was um, um, the Ghost Blade. Ghost Blade. When when he when he dove off of the um, edge off of the ledge um, earlier today. It's possible that the Ghost Blade has more nefarious goals than we originally intended. <sighs> It's hard to say. Um, be awful to fight. Um, read. Um, seeing that that was caved in, Garth and I actually went to check out the house. Because we had time. Um, and uh, I was almost shot by a crossbow. Um, they had one left as a booby trap. Um, when we got to the to the the door, the hatch that led down, we decided to come back and, and gather the rest of you. It. If there is a scuffle there, it would be better to fight to take it in full force. So do we go there or do we go to the cave place outside of town? Well, quite frankly, someone is trying to keep people away from those tunnels. Then let's uh, do it. Well, now, what did you all find? Nothing. Well, that's not entirely true. We, we found that it seems that, as expected, all of Lady... Calmando's staff, her house, her and her, have all disappeared. Nobody's heard from any of them. It seems very strange that at the bottom of that pit you do not find a ruined house and many yes. dead bodies. Well, no. we're surprised as well. But yeah, the, sec- the oh. second thing that is, as you can imagine, very concerning to me is that Lavat has gone missing. Since the body. Three days. Missing. And then we also found out that the Jar, the Drow Prince, the Bu as what was the word he used um, brooding huh brooding well yeah but they said and he was, was kind of like a like a thug gang. and then he has a gang around oh! him some would call him a street rat ah i don't a buy riff that or riffraff <laughs> you know That's if only they like- look closer it does not sound like he's the noble king that we are looking for, though. But also, he Possibly. he and the other um, prince, they've tried many a time to persuade and come back. There's no persuading them to come back. They're not going to. They, Which they might be the best. They're not going to rule. It's just not going to okay. happen. Let's go to the shack, then. Um, yeah, we were actually... To the house? 
Yeah. Going to head. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that the shack, and then we may have to hightail it very quickly to the Kingstone. It's it's one of those two places, and at this point, we don't really know which one it's going to be at. Right. Great. I start yeah, walking. No, and for time. Remind me the Kingstone. Uh, that's the one. As we're walking, that's the one that um, the gentleman said uh, that they used to determine who the king was. If it found you worthy. Um, then you would be... Do we know where that is? Otherwise it will kill you. Uh, we have a, a rough idea. It was outside of town, I believe, according to the, oh. the sketches that, right. that he had. Is the stone for only the shadow, the underground king, or the upper? The photo, or the, the drawings that you had seen in the book uh, didn't indicate which ruler, but there were all sorts of uh, different Sorry. people. Cool. All right. To the shack. 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 To the shack. To the shack. All right. You get to the shack. The door is open with the crossbow now having fired its one bolt. Uh, it's stuck into the home back behind where uh, the door would have opened and fired the the shot. Uh, and the door is still closed in the floor within this little hut. Um, I would like to look for traps around the door, specifically. All right. Investigation. I can tell that it's a door. Mm. I got a five, and I have a... A minus one. What does four tell me? Uh, you realize for the first time that there's a handle on this trap door, (laughs) and it's made out of a nice bit of rope, um... And you don't quite recall seeing that on your way out last time. Cool. Guys, there's a handle! (laughs) I'll open it! Oh! Alright, I'm going to, like, take a... Well, if the door was booby-trapped, there's a chance that this is as well. I checked it. I think we're fine. I'm standing back. Uh, (laughs) I'm gonna grab my shield in one hand, like, blocking myself. And then with the other hand, I'm going to throw Same. it open and, like, step back. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, ten. Ten? This is not the way we were supposed to go. As you pull <laughs> open the door, uh, you hear a clunk and... You hear a small explosion that then emanates up with a burst of fire. Uh, You get knocked backwards and take four points of damage. Um, The shack essentially catches fire and a few bits and pieces that weren't, like, latched on very well on the outside kind of shoot in all directions. Uh, Flame shoots through holes. Uh, You see it kind of come around... Ari's shield as she's hunkering down behind it and getting pushed back a little bit. You see it's mm-hmm. emanating up from uh, the the door in the floor, and it still just keeps billowing up, and it doesn't seem to stop. I'm going to take a chance and say this was a misdirection, and that the Kingston is not here. <laughs> I'm going to try and um, shut the lid, shut the, the hatch. If it's just keeping, 
If it's can, I mean. Everything's it's... on fire. Everything's on fire on that thing. Um, the, okay, like, okay. The so wooden, the wooden doors. door even is catching at this okay. point. So. Yeah, if it, if it's. Wait, what about the rope handle? That's actually in pristine condition, but falls <laughs> in and seems to probably. Thank goodness. Uh, how, how heavy is the flame? The flame is coming up as if you've just opened a furnace and it's just billowing up. Uh, at first it starts more of an explosion, but now it's just it's roaring up in the center, um, not coming out and around Ari's shield, but is it, it is incredibly hot. Is it a dirt floor around? It is a dirt floor. Um, I'm going to mold earth and try to like push it to cover the hole then. You push dirt up and over the hole and it kind of falls in and stifles the flame briefly, but it still keeps billowing up as if the source is much larger. Backing it up. They're going to find that we're here. We should go and probably fast. Yeah, back in. I'm getting out. Backing it up. What about what about we try a different entranceway? The only one left is the stairs and that one is. um... You said the caved in area, right? Is, could we do what Valari's doing now there? We could. But if we hit any stone, we're not going to get through that. No stones. How good of a job of caving in could they have done, though? That, well, it, if you're able to collapse the tunnel, it seems like it's a lot of rock down there. As, yeah. as you're standing back and looking at it, and trying to figure out where to go next. You see the earth around the little hut kind of sink in just a little bit. Um, And so the hut's hut's only about six, seven feet wide, but you see about five feet on every direction just kind of sink in. Back it up, back it up, back it up. leave the hut. (laughs) You leave the hut. I was going to say, I thought I would... I'm well out of it by now. Yeah. Getting out of it, yeah. Please. You know what? If we all recall, Ebrin's brother, the ghost blade, as we know him, ran off on his own without us. He could have brought us on the mission down into the tunnels, but he did not. It seems that he did not need, nor require, nor want our help. To the cave. If we're running into roadblocks here, that seems to be our best bet. Let's make our way to the cave. To the cave. I I do feel like there's probably a ritual being cast underneath this trap currently. Why else would you protect it so severely? Am I wrong? Well, yes. But we can't get in that way. Yeah. I mean, I I have the ability to give somebody the, the ability to fly. I could fly somebody to the hole to clear the earth if there's a way to do that. Are you still standing back by the hut, or are you moving back towards, like, the Stumble on Inn and uh, the main hole? I'm thinking main hole. All right. I mean, I... also you're saying the hut's collapsing in? The hut is, like, sinking in a little bit, yeah. Is I mean, is it possible this becomes a path down there? If it the is possible. I mean, I... Yeah. Should we just wait it out? For, like, five see. minutes? Seems like it's pretty moving pretty fast. Or is the whole city going to fall? That's what I'm like. If we don't contain this, how bad will it damage things around it? My sword's going to do nothing against this. So unless anyone with spells can fix it, I think we need to go to the Kingstone. 
Because we know something's going to go on there. Shadowblade seems like a tough dude. Hopefully he can handle whatever the mess is. Uh, So this this billowing fire is... Can I I still kind of see it? Yep. I'm looking into the... Yep. Okay. Um, Let out a sigh. And start, like, swirling my, my staff. And it's going to start collecting water. Um, and I'm going to drop a tidal wave down the tunnel. All right. Down the hole. I like it. Um, when did you learn that one? While you were gone. Um, so I conjure a wave of water that crashes down an area within range. Um it's got dimensions, but it's far exceeding what this needs to do. This is so overblown, but it's all I got. <laughs> um, each creature in that area, I don't know what's below, uh, needs to make a deck saving throw. They take some damage at win or whatever. The water then spreads out across the ground in all directions, extinguishing unprotected flames in its area. And within 30 feet of it, it then vanishes. All right. So I'm basically going to crash it down there and then hope that the 30 foot like spread the crashing water and then the spreading water is going to dissipate the flames. That was an option. (laughs) Yeah, it's a third level spell slot. (laughs) So we, we depart the scene briefly as the water conjures up and goes down the hole Mm-hmm. A small fishing vessel is out on the sea, just <laughs> outside of town. Uh, they're a few hundred feet from the sheer rock face that borders the the sea and the town itself. Uh, a young man on the vessel is pulling in his net. Oh, we didn't get enough today. I don't know what we're going to do. Well... Captain! And an older man steps out of uh, the little shack on this fishing vessel. Um, well, I guess we, um, pull it in for the day. Faint rumble in the distance. The captain stands up straight. Oh. There's not enough, um, speed on this to get away from a tidal wave, is there? And the young lad looks up and goes... Why would there be a tidal wave? The sea is calm today. We had to row quite a bit. Well, it's just in my bones, son. Um, and from up about midway on this cliff that is flat, a tidal wave bursts out with rock and debris and almost like a waterfall, but it comes through this barrier that now dissipates as the water hits it. Uh, some magical projection, and it is a hole gaping in the side of this cliff uh, that is blasting out with a rush of debris, some of it still floating on top on fire, and above the hole, the earth starts caving in. Oh, son, this one will be something you'll tell your kids if we make it out alive. Get to rowing! And uh, a few other uh, young lads come up from under the deck, and they start rowing the huge oars, Sir, we don't have enough men! Well, 
will survive somehow. And the debris crashes out about 50 feet and sends a large wave that capsizes this vessel. All of the men are able to uh, get out from under it and clamber up to the sides. And they look up. Sir! More's coming! A chunk of the city wall comes falling out into the sea. And there is now a caved-in slope. Uh, where this hole was. Back to you, Lot. Um, <laughs> as the water sinks through the hole, a giant puff of steam comes out and the floor begins to rumble and rattle. Uh, you feel it kind of sinking in under you and you hear a big clutter out by the main hole where the home it was. Uh, you look over towards where that rumble is and you see a wall cave in and you see some of the the sunlight coming in from outside as the cliff wall that bordered up to the city is caving in and falling into the sea and falling into the main hole. Uh, You watch as a chunk up at the top of this wall falls outward to the sea and sunlight bursts in and illuminates the dark, dirty underbelly of this part of the the slums that you're in. Uh, You notice everything down here is a bit dustier, uh, and even more so now that there's dust and debris kind of settling um, under your feet. The ground kind of starts shaking and collapsing as that steam seems to have loosened up a bit of the area you're at. Um, Would you like to stay or run? (laughs) I would like to run away now. Run! I didn't anticipate that. I need all of you to make one dexterity check as you're running out. What did you do? That's not good. Also, not good. (laughs) I'm good. Lucky! Did you know Astros? I pulled a Simpson twice! Astro got a knife. Not lucky. Me and Astro are good. Alright, three. That's okay. I did better than Penguin Wish Doctor. Oh, a two. Penguin Wish Doctor, sorry, you go under, bud. Whoops. Uh, At least least you're not part of this party. You're safe on the interwebs. Uh, (laughs) Draclin, what did you get? Thirteen. Rumil? Eight. Eight. Uh, and Garth, after all of your rolls and re-rolls and things? Eleven. Eleven. I got an eighteen, by the way, in case you cared. Oh, you told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said I'm good. Eighteen. Um. Uh, so Astro and Valari are able to go hustling out, um, while the rest of you are stumbling, and a few of you drop to a knee, so specifically a fighter who only rolled a three. Uh, <laughs> the earth is kind of tilting under. Uh, a few guards come rushing over, seeing you lot running through, uh, and do end up giving a hand to each of you, um, but the earth is falling out from under you as they pull you to safety. Uh, now what you are found standing next to is the whole, the rest of the city to the south, and the normal part of town is all okay um, around this hole that is sunken into the floor and the upper east side of this town. Um, it is all collapsed in and landslide out to the sea 
Uh, up above you, you do see uh, parts of the city as well. Uh, unfortunately, you do see some parts of the fancy shops go colliding in. Um, but you do see that uh, at least Stitch and Bobbin are knocking dust off of themselves and coughing and walking forward and looking that uh, Lavat's shop is now out in the deep blue. The whole town is exactly like that, Garth. The whole town. Everyone is clamoring out of houses and homes. Guards rushing forward. No one's sure what to do. Everyone's looking up, down, left, and right. Um, You hear screams from families as they're rushing towards the gates of the city to get out. Um, There's a lot of uneasiness at this point. What have we done? Well, I feel like we have successfully interrupted whatever ritual was probably (laughs) happening. (laughs) So I'm okay with going to the Kingstone now. (laughs) Are you all, like, whistling and looking away as you just kind of saunter off? No, no, I I feel like... I don't know. If... if, Because, sure, sure, it was was a bit of water, but if, if that's all it took to make this city collapse... Um, a bit of flame and water. It was a lot of flame and it was a lot of water in an area that was already structurally compromised. Well, that, that's what so, that's what that's what makes me a bit concerned. If if the structure here is that compromised, it was a good bit of water. Don't get me wrong. It was forceful. Uh, I, I agree with you though, Ramil. But it only that... spreads thirty feet and dissipates. So if that much in that contained of an area would cause so much damage. It's not I, surprising that we've already seen a part of the city fall apart in a similar way. And that's ex- exactly it. it we've, we've seen this, this city starting to crumble, um, which granted that seems to be by more magical means. Well, I mean, it's a city uh-huh. under another city, so that's not great to begin with. And then there's tunnels. Garth probably uh, deducing a bit about um, the trap of the crossbow and the fire shooting up. Mm -hmm. In the back of his mind, being studied as he is, he gets the sensation that there were more traps and more things waiting below that might have triggered. Yes, it would make sense. Yes, and I say that, and I seem very smart for doing so. (laughs) That would actually make it a bit more... That's an astute observation, Goth. I'm really glad we didn't go down there then? That's my thought too. But we gotta book it to the Kingstone. Well, uh, agreed, agreed. And for whatever damage has been done, the city needs to know that someone is willing to do this to their city. Now granted the water was put there to put out a fire of probably... The fire was put there. Agreed. To put out a person. (laughs) They're just... I, I think there's there's some dark shadows that this city is is unaware of, largely, and and hopefully this can shed some light on that. Well, there's plenty of light now. Yes, but uh, I hate it. We, but we we're should, losing. We should probably going. No, we sh- we agreed. I agree. All right, we're uh start off to the Kingstone. 
It is now late afternoon, and you fight your way through some crowds in order to get out of the city. Um, many people seem to be quickly throwing together uh, some of their belongings and hustling out of town as fast as they can. Uh, you see tents starting to set up outside of the gates to the south and east, Um uh, where there's some homes, it seems to be more of the community is now gathering outside of town. Uh, pods of uh, older men, younger men, all working together and trying to understand what's going on. A few people doing head counts, um, a few wailing and screaming mothers as they're trying to figure out where their children are at in this crowd. It is utter chaos. Uh, it takes a little bit of time for you to get out, however. Um, but where you need to go is away from where the crowds are. Um, and I believe that is to the east. Great. That's where we'll go. Perfect. So you start making your way across the field, uh, and you see that there, amongst a little bit of rolling hills, there is a large uh, hill, almost small mountain, in a distance of about 300, 400 yards out, that has a little pathway up and around it. Um, it looks like it is mildly traveled, but to what you can see, it might provide the vantage point of all of the images that were drawn. Uh, the vantage point of the city in the background. Mm. Cool. This looks promising, yeah? So far, yes. I'm going to follow the path. Alright, as you're walking towards the path, uh, there is a broken down cart out there uh, with fine silks shredded out of the back of the cart. Uh, around the back side, you see Levat laying dead, but he seems to have been in a battle. There is a, it's another couple uh, big brawly men who are laying dead nearby, um, each having been sliced across the neck. Um, Lavat holds a sword in his dead hand, having been stabbed a few times. Uh, so there was a fight that had happened here. There was only one person I cared about in this city, and he's dead right there. Should we see if we can figure out what happened? Investigate a little before going on. Um, you said there were there were dead, there were a couple of big burly guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want to check and see if they have. We've seen various marks, mm-hmm. various um, sigils. Yep, I yep. guess you want to say. Um, I want to see if they have any any of those specifically. Yeah, uh, when you are digging through uh, the the pockets and clothing of these men, they have. Uh, large leather armor on. Uh, one of them looks more clean-shaven than the other. That one has a golden dragon emblem stitched onto his shirt underneath. Um, the other man has a purple dagger necklace. Did it look like they were they were the ones fighting Levat, or that they had guarded him and all three of them were killed? It looks like they were the ones that were fighting Levat at this point, from what you can tell. Uh, seeing how they've ended up in battle, kind of facing one another. Sure. 
at this point, I think um, Draken like summons a. Are there any like trees around? Anything like that? Uh, there's a couple small shrubs. There isn't any large trees around. Would you okay. like to bring him a shrubbery? Uh, Draculin just like storms off, summons a battle axe in his hand, and just starts like destroying shrubs, like just hacking things. It's like so upset and just like off in his own corner, just like freaking out. Should we bury him or come back for him later? Bury him is easy with the powers that we have. I would also, I would like to investigate just the stores. If there's something about what he was transporting that mm-hmm. was worth killing him over, um, that's twenty-one. So as you dig into his cart a bit, you see that the the cloth is only a couple inches deep on top. And then the rest of his cart is quite hollow underneath. Uh, you're able to find uh, a couple little trap doors. And as you open the trap doors, you see um, storage for what could be weaponry. Um, you see a lot of nicks and grooves and cuts within the storage here as if it had been used quite a bit of time to put swords and shields. And um, it looks like even bows, arrows, and quivers within. Um, there was a another little chest that had some remnants and scraps of leather or some things that look like you might use to tie off leather as you're fitting it. Um, and it seems as if it was more of a covert weapons stash. Um, in the bottom, you do notice that there is a little black leather leaf pin uh, just kind of stuck in one of the corners as you're investigating this. Um, and as you've moved Levat and laid him to the side to rest, Lavat's uh, jacket had slid open and he has a little black leather leaf pin on uh, his undergarments. Oh, Lavat. He has the mark. He's helping our friends, our allies, yes? As much as I can gather. And representatives from each town seem to have killed him. It would appear so. I like this place less and less. I'm feeling better about you essentially (laughs) destroying it. If they did this to a good man... Uh, Can I kind of investigate the burly men just to see if there's any other, like... Yep. Any messaging they had on them, any letters of what they were supposed to do. Um, That's a nine. A nine. A nine. Oh, sorry. Uh, six. You don't. Seven. Nine, six, seven? <laughs> this is that. <laughs> 67. Oh, a 67. You find everything. You find their birth certificates. You know. <laughs> yeah, everything. Uh, no, you don't find much on the men. Uh, you do end up finding a few scraps of paper that look like they had a note on them, but uh, they're soaked in blood that you can't quite tell what the note had said. Uh, But you do notice that uh, the man that had the the golden pin, or the golden uh, emblazon on his shirt, uh, seems as if he had been well kept, uh, meaning he was very muscular, uh, very well shaven, um, and his armor seemed a bit higher quality than the other man. but other than that, you don't notice anything different. 
or anything on their person. Alright. Probably let out like a yell. Rari? A Rari. Alright. Alright. I would love to investigate this further, but I fear we are running out of time. Now. Yeah. Let's go. He was Let's coming go. from where? The farms. Is what uh, the goblin told us. According he went to... to the farms to get silk. Right. Are the farms on the way to where we need to go? You are currently standing at the base of this uh, small mountainous hill. Um, and in any direction that you can see, aside from on the other side of this hill, there doesn't seem to be any farms. Um, I believe on the map there's some farms around the other side of the city, but yeah. not, not uh, in this path that the cart would have taken here. Mm, yes. Um. It could be we were not told the truth. Perhaps Levat had told his workers he was doing something other than what he actually was. I mean, obviously he was smuggling weapons, so it's not like you would tell people you were smuggling weapons. Um, Which just means that his workers were not in on it. That he was either solo or working for someone else. Or they were, and they just lied to us. Either way, we don't know... I don't know. I just think we need to just stop the... get the stone to stop Agreed. Whatever's yes. happening until we can figure out who's doing what. All right, we're going to keep going up the path. All right, as you continue up the path, uh, the the path seems to have less and less wear as you get up to the top. You take uh, a little switchback a couple times to get up. I'm going to get my sword and shield as we carry on All out. Right. Just stating that. Uh, perfect. As you get to the top, there's a little landing um, and a rocky cave sitting on top of this landing. Uh, the rocky cave is quite huge. Um, it stands about 25 feet tall. Uh, it's kind of a, a weird pinnacle on top of this grassier mound. Um, being a, a late afternoon, early evening... Everything is so pristine and green around you, except for this big archway of stone. Uh, there's a a solid stone door, it seems, that is perfectly fit into the front of this uh, rocky structure. Um, but as you start walking forward towards this, you see a few grown-over uh, skeletons. Um, so there had been some fights years Excellent. ago here. Um, does, do we see, can I roll, just see if it looks like any traps, anything, that these are all old and nothing is a current threat. Yeah, you can investigate. Oh my goodness, I give up. Somebody else. You um, see grass. I want to check out the door. All right. Let's investigate the door itself. Yeah. Unless you want to give me something initially on it. Uh, I mean, as you walk up to the door to look at it, it hums and glows as you get a little closer uh, in a very good. ominous way. Is there anything uh, on the door? Yes. I was just about ready to explain that. Perfect. You read my mind. Uh, oh. Across the door, writing slowly appears 
in a weird magical etching. Um, the doors of Durin speak, friend, and enter. <laughs> yeah. It says, the door cannot open, none shall pass, but the most brave or foolish. What if we're both? <laughs> I was That's just the point. the same thing. <laughs> I guess we gotta fight something. What's the door made of? Stone. Stone. Yeah, I'm just gonna, like, I'm like super upset and I hear them read that and I'm just going to run up and I'm just going to take my great axe and just swing it at the door. You swing at the door and then you end up swinging through the door and you lodge your great axe into the floor and the stone disappears. Can I box okay, I'll look back. Well, I didn't see that coming. That was easy. <laughs> and I'll pull my axe back out and be like, where are we going? I mean... Interesting that uh, the not fighter was the one that cleaves through a magical I'm door. I'm rage, and we don't even have a barbarian. <laughs> I'm trying to think if what you did was brave or foolish. I haven't figured it out yet. I decided. I mean, through the door. The door's. Gone. I was kind of like. I was, well, I know, give but a description. I'm gonna go through the doorway, like though. I summoned this gigantic great axe. You guys have never seen me summon ever because I'm like sword yeah, fighting. Say, this is and new. then I swing his shrubs. You guys take off. I'm like ten feet behind you, just like stalking behind. I hear you read this, and I just run up and go. Ah, so I'm not. I do not look composed. Um, no one at all. To be in a gaming mood. Did I get an updated character sheet? Did you take a level in barbarian? Uh, no, I am a Hexblade Warlock, so I can summon any type of weapon, and I'm automatically proficient in it. I know. You were, yeah, you I was just talking about, about your rage, rage here. Calm it down, uh, sir. Emotions. But, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, your I don't have them. To your question, Jared? Yes. Right now? Yes. Right now? Yes. <laughs> Drow Fury. Uh, Do you guys know about Drow Fury? <laughs> Drow Fury. Drow Fury. Yeah, I'll pick up my axe and be like, Okay. And I, I mean, I'll wait, but I'm yes, like, I will join. Do you not really worried about traps either. Feel better? <laughs> no? no. Okay. Just Only. checking. Just checking. As, as your eyes adjust, uh, the cave here is just a large um, oval shape. That you're at one of the smaller ends of the oval. In the back, you see a glowing, floating object um and it seems similar to what you understand the the description of this kingstone to be um between there's a few large skeletons laying on the floor um it's a very dusty cavern as if almost no one has been here for some time large skeletons as in bigger than humanoids? No, as in like really large humanoids. Like my size? Like uh, big brawler bruiser types. Barbarian and or large fighter sized. Uh, they had died Not like in... a giant. So they were no. big boned people? Is that what you're trying to say? Because if they're skeletons how would we know that they were... Height and armor. They still have some armor yeah. on them. Okay. Oh my. Well, and if they're just broad people... Yes. Large people. This this doesn't make any sense. 
Well, it's a stone if it rejects people that, like, if they tried to take the kingdom. But none of these are fresh. We are the first ones here, which means somehow somebody got a hold of Levat and did not continue their way up to here. Maybe they didn't know? If we are able to figure this out, I imagine the people in the town would be moderately familiar with where this location is. Unless those two guys were just sent to kill the VOD and he fought back and killed them and... Any of this? I don't know. None of this makes sense! I agree. So, he... I missed that, Jared, when you were saying so we're like in a large chamber or like a room right now? It's a large oval shape and you're at one of the smaller ends of this oval uh so it it widens out and then tapers back in as you look across uh it's about 55 60 feet from the door of the cave to the back where this uh stone thing is floating and glowing okay if i look up mm-hmm. how tall does it look like the ceiling is do i see anything on the ceiling anything like that you don't see anything on the ceiling it's fairly well rounded as if it had been sculpted and architected uh perfectly this way. There's nothing on the ceiling, but it goes up about 20-ish feet. Okay. At its peak. It, mm-hmm. it does kind of arch in from the sides. It's also like domed? Yeah. Sure. Sure. So... So we're the first ones here. Thinking out loud, so this glowing thing we can assume to be the Kingstone itself... I think that's a safe bet. It's floating. So it can't be taken from here. So if no one's here yet, it means they're still summoning the Dragon King? Because he'd have to come here? Do we hide out and wait? That seems to be my only... Well, to my memory, there are two ways to become king. Follow your royal blood lineage, or... Present yourself to the king's stone and have it pronounce you king because you are worthy, though you are not from the bloodline. I thought because it had no- to be both. Even if you were of the bloodline, it had to accept oh, yeah, you. That's what the I bloodline understood. Default. Yeah. If no one, if no one outside of the bloodline went to the stone, then the bloodline would the, would have would the, have to go to the stone to be named. Right. I didn't, yeah, it's not like a different one. I thought the bloodline just, with, with I thought Valari, just happened. I, that's, what was that? I didn't realize that they had to go to the stone if there was a bloodline. I thought it just happened. That's but fine. all of all of the, the, the humans in that book, the ones who, who were downcast, they, was all ta- they were all sketched in this exact place. Oh, Everyone was the same, I believe so. Jared, when we saw in the book, they were all sketched in this place. Yeah, they well, seem to be. Around, it was on that they seem to be right? like standing either on the hill or just inside okay. of the doorway. You see, uh, as you kind of look over your shoulder, you do see the town and the castle in the distance, uh, which were present in all of the drawings. Got it. Okay. Hmm. Shall we present ourselves to the stone? No, no I'm, I'm not going to. I have no desire to this. Um, I, mean, I will. Then, For God's sake, yeah. First, <laughs> only if you, only if we want to try that. Well, that is up to you, my good man. Not one, I, I know I'm in a mood to make rash decisions, but things are too great here that I would not think to make a rash decision that impacts all of you without everybody's agreement. If you step in front of that stone, you will either 
become king of this city. Or be dead. Or you will die. The one upside is that we have the amulet, yes? Aye, that is true. We have the amulet and we are here first. I think those are two great advantages, even though I don't exactly know what kind of advantages they are. The what? So how big is the stone? Uh, the stone is... Have you stepped... How far have you gone in? Mm, I, I would say I'm probably 25, 30 feet in. Okay, so as you as you walk in, you see that the stone seems to be roughly uh, about three to four feet tall and about two, two and a half feet wide. Uh, it is a cylindrical wow. a cylindrical shape uh, with jagged uh, crystalline growth on it uh, and it just kind of hovers and rotates in the back of the room. Is there... Okay, hearkening back to the dreams we had, we had... Does there seem to be anything on the stone? Other than the... Like the mold on the pillow? Yes. No. Not from the distance you're at, unless you want to get closer and investigate and fall I'd into it or something. I'd be move forward, but I would want to take cautious steps. I want to look more at the surroundings and, you know, make sure there are not any traps or anything like that. As you walk in, the room is fairly empty other than the the couple skeletons uh, littering the edges. Uh, You do see some marks and nicks within uh, the walls as if there had been a small fight. Uh, Nick, Nick, huh? Uh, So you see some of those uh, as if there had been small fights throughout the course of time resulting in the couple dead skeletons. Um, There is... On one of the skeletons, um, a bent sword that looks like it had been there and through many battles worth very little to you. Uh, and then on the other skeleton, a bit of armor and like a, a leather duster. A leather duster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you piqued Austin's personal interests. What? <laughs> we'll have to, have to check that one out later. Need to do some dusting? Maybe it's it's a type of jacket. More actually, how far away is the duster? <laughs> Can I start run again? Do druids wear leather? We yeah. want anything that's metal. Yeah, there's a there's a trap on the leather duster. Touching <laughs> it destroys everyone. Uh, yeah, the leather duster is off to um, the left side as you're walking in. The at the widest part of the room, the room is only about thirty five feet wide, edge to edge. Uh, and it is not too far off of walking towards the stone if you wish to check it out. Both these skeletons are actually on opposite sides facing towards each other as if they were in a a battle of sorts. Why did no one bury them? They could be the last people to have walked into this place. They could be decades old. As I mentioned, I don't... I wouldn't have a problem with approaching the sphere. Okay. If it ends me, it ends me. I do believe I could be good for the city. Maybe that's enough, I don't know. 
You feel the stone's power almost like latch onto you as you want to take the throne. If if you are wanting to make that move, um, at least give the man the amulet. No, the amulet must go to someone who protects him. Oh, I thought it was for the... No, the amulet was always in the background uh, of an advisor, a, a protector. Lord Draclan, if that is your... Do we think that it's going to kill me? I have no... Very frankly. Or do we think it will give us more information? I think, I think it could change the course of history. I don't know that one casually saunters up to the stone, then decides, nah, don't want to be king, bye. Would have been great for this divination wizard to take augury right about now. Augur what? Uh, ask the gods what the future is. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Lord Draclin, your heart seems to be in the right place. You want to do this for good reasons. You have royal blood in you in some way. I would think that the stone would latch onto you, and if an advisor be needed right away, I I would be willing. I had thought about if I needed to take the stone, uh, if only to stop everything that's happening. There seems to be a lot of corruption in this city. If even the band of the Black Leaves is being murdered on both sides. So you guys realize you're both talking about being king of a city you've been in for all of, what, four days, five days? I understand it doesn't make sense. But everything we've seen here has been so bad. Dragons flying in and destroying people. Two separate guards, cities that are divided and yet united in... And yet they only seem united in evil ways. So you want to stay and be responsible for all of that? <laughs> I want people to have better lives. Be held accountable for when they do wrong. You do you, boo. Hey, I'm if not You guys want to touch the stone? I'll, Go I for it. Just, this way, I just drop, like the axe just drops out of my hand. And then I kind of like go down to my knees. I, I, I don't care about this city enough to be a king. And I just start weeping. I need you all to roll a perception check, please. That's what I'm saying, y'all. That's about better. I got a 12. 21. 15? Um, 7. Lord Draculins makes sense for his character. At the time. I, um, I was like, it was, it was a natural one out of... It's all right. But, um, okay, I know we've, we've kind of... The one on a on a check doesn't necessarily mean auto fail. I believe is yeah. how we've played this before, yeah. so it, it's a seven. Uh, Ari, out of the corner of your eye, uh, you see the leather duster 
kind of flap and move a little bit, uh, but you feel no breeze. The rest of you have no uh, understanding of this. What'd you have? A 15. Mm-hmm. If I saw it move, I would turn, because I mean, I have my weapons. I would turn to like look for an attacker. Okay. You Do t- I see anything? You turn and you don't see anything. Uh, no other motion, no one standing there. Um, I think I would ask them, did anyone see that? Yeah, see what? See what? what? The duster moved. You're all going mad. All of you. <laughs> I think everyone just needs to calm down. I've been calm. There's no wind, and I know that I saw it move. Something is happening. Something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. That's for darn sure. And that's our eight bars. Um... (laughs) I'm still just weeping. Yes. There's something not right about all of this. Go check the duster if it seems to be moving. I walk towards the skeleton in the duster. As you walk closer, the duster shoots up into the air. And this is what you see in front a manatee? of you. Roughly. It's a manatee, roughly, with a big skeletal head, uh, a barbed tail, and its wingspan is about six and a half to seven feet wide. It flies up into the air and hisses at you. Uh, it still oh, this has, is the coolest duster ever. It still has a leatheriness to it, but you see that there's even an underside to this creature. Uh, dark tan leather on the top and a lighter tan underneath. Please roll four. Death. I mean, initiative. Initiative. <laughs> Death saving throw. Dips on last um, to die. A penguin witch doctor has a 17. Oh, jeez. It'll be close. Oh, come okay. on. This is the first time in probably the history of the show where I've rolled a one. And I can't use it because rerolls don't apply for the halfling to initiative. <laughs> I mean, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> uh, let's go down alphabetical. Ari. I got a 24. Good night. <laughs> uh, he's not here. Let's look for... Uh... Suddenly, Kreslin appears. <laughs> yeah, I had Kreslin in my players list here. Um, so we go to Garth next. What is your total? My total is four. Aw. It could have been worse. No, not for me. Lord Draklin. Uh, I very appropriately have a six. Right? The guy who's crying and not paying attention is better than me. (laughs) Rumil. (laughs) 24. 24. Nice. Uh, Valari. 12. 12. And same with Lil Beastie. Uh, Astro lets out a little yelp bark as this creature flies up into the air. And we begin our battle. Ari, uh, you rolled well, and you are right in front of the creature. You are first. Uh, is it within a sword swing? It is just out of a sword swing, so you'd have to step like a, a step forward to get into range. Cool. Okay, but it's not like flying. No, it's it's hovering uh, where it's 
skeletal face is at your height, so its face is That's five old. and a half, six feet off the ground, and it's hovering there with its barbed tail kind of flicking side to side. Okay. I am on guard to stay as far away from the tail as I can. Um, so I'm going to attack more for the face. Um, but I'm going to come in with my sword. Okay. Since that's what I got. Well, that one's not going to do much. Uh, ten. Ten does not hit. Okay. Then I will take my second swing. You're able to do that with your shield out, correct? Uh-huh. Okay, perfect. Uh, that one is going to be a 21. Still met? Not just kidding. That one hits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, I disengage and run. Uh, D8, sorry. <laughs> Go screaming run. out of the cave. Oh, I think it's a D6. No, it's a D8. Uh, uh, it's a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Seven. Sorry, I'm playing multiple systems. It's okay. Seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. You slice at one of the wings, and you make a a nick in the leathery wing. Uh, It takes seven points of damage. Rumio dies. Um, I'm going to run forward to um, Ari to kind of join her there. Okay. Um, As I'm going, I'm going to cast... um, Shillelagh on my staff as I'm going up. And as I'm like trucking up there, I mean, the Shillelagh comes pretty naturally. It's pretty much just a boom and it's there. Um, so as I'm going, I'm also like casting um, Speak with Animals. All right. On my way up. Now that is an action. Shillelagh is a bonus action. So that is my my turn. I'm going to move up there. Uh, um. Actually, okay. If if my if I get speaking is a free action, mm-hmm. um, she's already hit it once. Yep. Um, I will have by that point. I'll have my speak with animals. Um, and I will, like, as I'm moving forward, just kind of command the animal, not as a spell, but um, lie down, and no harm will come to you. It seems not to understand you. You want to speak with animals? I'm an animal! <laughs> it's made of leather, which technically comes from animal. It's a human skull-type head and an evil spiky tail. Well, that was great. Least I know. Uh, next up, we have Penguin Witch Doctor with his 17. <laughs> um... <laughs> You have three seconds to tell me what you do. One, two, three. Sorry, bud. Uh, Valari now. Uh, we'll get you around next round, maybe. Make promises you don't intend to keep. I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb, and as I do, I feel that wild magic from my last mm-hmm. thing, and so I know that it's a bonus action. So. Yep, you still have that wild magic that you've stored off. And that's a nat 20 on my chromatic orb. <laughs> At level three, again. I can see this roll, too, and it's not... It's not... It was just so silent, just so soft, like... 20. And I, I, like, I can't wait to run you guys through the, the Peter Pan-inspired uh, series, because I'll make sure chromatic orb doesn't so, exist. 
So because I cast it at level three and it's a level one, that's five d8s of damage. So it automatically does forty. Forty. Forty points. So let me collect my dice here. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> The thing is, I don't. Six. Do I even? Okay, I'll just have to roll two of these again. So many of my spells are based on them doing saves. Uh, okay. Twenty. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, an eight. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I the Java Man also got a twenty. Nat twenty, Java Man. Nat twenty by Java Man. Nineteen sixty-four. I was about to roll a lot more dice than I needed. Thank you for not. That's called cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I will take the lowest. If you want to roll more dice, I'll just take your lowest ones. Eight. Let's see, 14, 17, 24, 25. 25 so additional 65 points. So 65 points of damage. And it what is type? going to be lightning. And that was her bonus action. Yeah, so you can do a cantrip for your ma- your main say, action. Yeah, you or, got a cantrip. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. All right, so you do 65 of lightning damage. Oh, gosh. You blast a hole through the other wing, and it crackles and sparks, and that chromatic orb leaves a, a crackling glow across the side of this cave wall. Okay, and then how far away am I? You're about 20 feet out. Okay. Um. This is where we need that video of me saying, so, oh, dang. <laughs> so right. I'm going to use my serpent's Cause that's not me casting, right? As your action, you could do that, but there are friendlies within the area. Mm-hmm. You How will close cause, are they? They're right up on it. Oh yeah, we're melee range. Like how close? They're like on. They're within. They're like right yeah, up on it. On, yeah, on like approached side, so you're not able to easily mm. do that. Well, then the only thing I can do is fireball, because I can't do anything else. Fireball? Yeah. Send off fireball. You've already done 65 points of damage. So? (laughs) So, like, the fact that you can't do another 40 (laughs) is okay. (laughs) That's that's okay. I never get to use it without hurting someone. Let's leave it at that. But anyways, this hits because it's an 18. (laughs) That hits. It's an 18. Well, it would technically be a 25. But yeah. What? That hits. The 18 hit. We're good. Um, That's a 9. Sorry, Java Man, we don't have status enabled, but we'll get that uh, put here. Um, this is a D&D stream that's been running for approximately 2 hours and 16 minutes with an uh, unknown amount of... People and chats. Uh, <laughs> what is your answer? Um, 
Perfect. So that was nine points of damage. You scorch a nice scorch across the, the skull of this thing, yeah. and it lets out a scream as you've now blasted it for 74 oh. points of damage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had to check your um, path. I know Astro, <laughs> Astro lets out a little bark, and he tries to teleport himself on top. He lands on top of the thing and latches into uh, one of the wings and does four points of damage and is sitting on the back of this creature and just growling and gnawing as he latches onto the wing. Is the creature prone? The the creature's not prone, no. It's still flying, yeah? It is still flying. Uh, We have Valari rolling because she did a really big spell. Let's say, yeah, uh, we need a wild magic wild table. Magic. It's a 33. 33? What does a 33 get like us? Is that casting chromatic orb with an auto print? <laughs> I think, no, Again? I think that's cast tidal wave at the ground. Oh, <laughs> all of you get washed out now. Uh, <laughs> I need you to roll a d6, please. If it was tidal wave, I'd be like, man, you're crying a lot, dude. Calm down. <laughs> Um, as Valari casts these two spells she gets this sensation of uh, a lifting flight almost but it dissipates from her and goes in a different direction and she feels it goes over her shoulder Garth, you now have fly cast on you. Oh, yeah, baby! We gonna do some crazy stuff now! <laughs> that um, changed tactics a little. Yep. Also, this isn't concentration for you. He just has fly on I him. I know, but wild magic is never concentration. For two rounds. For two rounds! Let's do it. But does he know that it's that's how long it'll last? No, but just so we can keep in check... Yes. It is two rounds. Uh, but it is this creature's turn. It lets out a large whale, and throughout the room. What? Now there's I thought a whale? There wasn't a tidal wave. <laughs> yep. Yep. We're going there. Uh, there are three more of these creatures that appear floating surrounding the group um, and they're all squealing and screaming just like the first one great how many wait how many there are three more so there's four four total Um, the one thing you do see is they all share a hole in the wing like the first (gasps) okay Okay, um, and that is its turn. Lord Drakland, your turn. That was nice of you to tell us that. What? That there was a hole. Oh, the, the hole in the wing? Yeah, you see it. It's a giant hole that you blew in I the wing. I was just saying, it was nice of <laughs> and you they to are, say that. I was just going to say, where, where are they positioned? Because we have us mm-hmm. kind of going along one of the walls. There's like one in front, because we're kind of at the wall. One in yep. front, like, and the So you're, you're fighting the one at the wall. There is yes. one that's kind of at the entrance of the cave. Um, okay. 
That one's only about 20 feet out. There's one that appeared hovering near the stone. I mean, near the stone, yeah. Yep, and okay. then there's one that's hovering over the skeleton across the room. So they've got you all surrounded. The closest one to each of you is about 15 feet. So are there three of them or four of them total? There's four total. There's four total. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Did, did these things, like, just... Did it seem like the one we were fighting did something and created, like, something like an illusion of itself? Or, like, did these ones just come out of somewhere? Like... Like you said this, so they, we see a hole in the wing. They all appeared almost out of thin air. Okay. And how far am I from the original one? Uh, from the original one, it's back over your shoulder as you're on your knees, weeping, looking at the stone. Uh, only about 15, 17 feet somewhere in there. So not too okay. far from you. Okay. So then I'll, I'll, on my turn, I'll get up and run over to that one. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna, as a bonus action, cast Hexblade's Curse on it. Um, so basically, that will give me added damage. And then if I crit on a 19 or a 20, I pull out my Great Axe, mm-hmm. and then I uh, will attack it twice. Whoo! I am Not angry, raging, raging around. The first one is gonna be uh, 10 to hit. Tend to hit. Misses. Good okay. morning, Fluffy Walrus. Welcome. Good morning, Fluffy Walrus. Okay, the second one's a 16 to hit. Second one is what? 16 to hit. 16 to hit. Uh, yeah, it could be Asiatic countries or potentially Australia. We're just yes. guessing where you're at, Fluffy Walrus. That's all. <laughs> where do you hail from? Because this is evening for us. Um, let's see here. It does hit. Okay, great. The UK. UK. Ah. Oh, other direction. Oh. Good. We have a good evening. Oh, good evening. Uh, I do eighteen damage to it. Eighteen damage, and that is a physical spell, correct? Uh, it's a magical attack. My weapons count as magical. It counts as magical. Okay, I need. Yeah, because of the the invocation I took. Okay. Nice. Uh, perfect. It. Hits and you do twelve. You said. Uh, no. Eighteen. I think you said eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. All right. You're screwing around. Uh, you slice into the wing that has the the hole blown in it, and it kind of flutters. Funny, you see that this thing is really dying out. Um, uh, puts us to Garth here. Yes, it does. Um. Uh, so how many of my friends are in a five-foot radius of this thing? Three of them now. Three of them, yeah. Well, not me, but... Uh, four if you want to count the dog that's... Okay, four. ...on top. Oh, that's right. He's he's gnawing on it, yeah. He's the dog on it, yeah. Yep. Dog on it! (laughs) Wow, man. So bad. So so good. That was rough. Ah! Quarantine's getting to my players. <laughs> Your players have always been like this. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to give you guys excuses. Any of the new folks showing up don't need to know that we're dad jokes only. I mean, we tell a lot of dad jokes. Welcome. I don't. No, no. Uh, so I'm going to fly. I've seen Draklin attack. You know, four of these popped up. He went through one of them, and then he actually attacked one? No, he turned around and attacked one. He left the one that was almost right in front of him, 
uh, and I went for the one that started the fight. Gotcha. Um, I, I'm i going to focus on that as well, because I feel like my brain would know this is some... This is probably an illusion. Um, on it. I'm going to fly... I want to kind of, you know, essentially we're surrounding this thing. So I'm going to fly myself to another side of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pull out the dagger. And now uh, it's getting attacked from above. Okay. With, I essentially just go, boom, boom, catapult. Catapult. All right. Please roll okay. to hit. <laughs> well, you have to roll a deck save. I have to roll a deck save, huh? With a wonky wing. <laughs> With a wonky wing. Uh, deck save is a 20. Doggone it. I'm sick of these you make save spells. Uh, well, that's what I did my turn. Does the dagger do any damage? Because you did just drop a dagger on him. No, he doesn't even get hit by the dagger. He that's catapulted it. Uh, Garth, you do notice as you catapult it... Uh, Instead of flying straight at the one you're aiming at, it actually takes a weird turn and flies towards the one at the door. Cool. Did it do anything to that? No, it missed. You didn't hit it. You missed. Wait. But it, it, it flew not in the direction that you had sent it. All right. Uh, I would like to use the rest of my movement to pirouette midair. <laughs> okay. You may. Thank you. you. Uh, Ari, your turn. Uh, I'm here. I got my sword. I'm going to take my two swings. Oh, that's a crit. Man, my creatures are just dying out with these crits. <laughs> yeah, so that's an automatic eight points of damage. That's another. I'm going to I'm gonna ban crits in my next game. I'm going to ban chromatic <laughs> orb. Everyone's got, everyone's got wild magic. He gave me the diamond. <laughs> <laughs> That's 19 points of damage from the first swing. And then... Jeez. Uh, a 15 to hit with the second swing. Hits. Okay. And that will be 8 points of damage. So the first swing cuts in and slices nearly through the thing, and then you come back up and slice... Almost a nice, like, perfect triangle on either shoulder area. Uh, the skeletal head drops, and the thing falls flat and looks somewhat like a coat, leather duster still, a couple pockets on top. Uh, and the little doggo is still growling and shaking his head. Uh, quick question here from chat. Fraley's asking, we're doing 4th edition crit rules. Uh, we are playing 5th edition. We are playing house rules on crits, meaning you get your base damage, um, and then you roll your actual damage on top of that. Uh, in all honesty, 4th edition is the one I've spent the least amount of time in and around. So if that's 4th edition rules, cool, we're playing it. Um, but that's how we're playing it. We want crits to feel great, so you get the full damage plus whatever rolled bonus. So... Now, granted, that sword swings both ways. Yes. Yes, it does. So players get the 
backlash mm-hmm. as well. So, so how many times yes. have you critted? Uh, like once, and it was okay, because... not nearly <laughs> enough. Uh-huh. And it was on something I cast, uh-huh. right? Yeah, it was yeah. on my unicorn critted uh-huh. against the poltergeist that had like one uh-huh. HP left. Oh god! In, very, that... in the very first episode, yeah. Uh, oh, no. Back when times were a little simpler, so um, he critted against himself. Yeah, <laughs> the DM crit killed another another character of his. Uh, but this thing goes and falls dead, looks like a duster. The skeletal head kind of turns back duster. into almost a hood. Um, and the three that appeared disappear. Guard of some sort? Well, that feels like it was easier than it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I'm, seem to really... I feel like Valori, you would you seem to be really doing well with that that's chromatic orb, isn't it? I might need to learn that one because I seem to be casting spells that everyone can just uh, step out of the way of. As as you're saying that, uh, you fall right onto the duster on the floor, uh, and fly is gone. Who stopped concentrating? You know it wasn't me. That one wasn't for me. Valari? I wasn't concentrating. It wasn't even a concentration for me. It just happened. Um, I'm going to pick up the duster. Uh, as you pick it up, you realize that it's not really a duster. The armholes aren't really armholes. It's a weird creature that was mimicking uh, a leather duster. Uh, but it does have pockets that actually seem to be pocket-like. Uh, it pockets. And it does have a few little belt loops on it as if it attempted to be as nice as it could for cinching up around others. I'm going to go to the door just to see if I see anyone coming up the path. Very clever. As you're approaching the door, uh, you hear a big swoosh of wings, and a red dragon drops down out on the the terrace of or the little landing, uh, and a very possessed, evil-looking Ebrin slides off the top. I wave to the group, like trying to be quiet, but like I'm gonna say, I feel like. Holding it and realizing it's not a creature because I'd cast speak with animals that didn't understand me. I'm just going to be kind of looking at it and then I'm going to produce a flame and actually like burn it because it, in Rumiel's eyes it's just evil. It's yep. not even an animal. Yep. So it, I'm just be like, oh well. It catches okay. and burns. Yep. So she's oh, like waving and I'm like, hmm, it's terrible, I'm man. So I see here. her waving, but I understand what she's. Oh yeah, you all would have felt a bit of a whoosh and heard a thump. Okay, as so the I'm dragon gonna landed. um ready my shadow blade so as soon as something happens it'll be there amulet I call back or try try to quietly yell <laughs> to Valari okay. amulet I don't know what that would do I don't Should feel we... like I know what the amulet would do so I don't really do anything Ebrin's <laughs> Slowly walking towards the mouth of the cave. Uh, have a whole person? As he moves closer, <laughs> you see that his eyes are blackened around the edges and flame seems to be shooting out of them. Um, and he 
stalks his gonna, way towards the opening. I'll say I'm gonna start at this point. I'm imagining I'm probably noticed what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start trying to buy some time. So I'm gonna start casting mold earth mm-hmm. um, to start building up a bit of a wall. Yep. In front of the the door. As you start doing that, I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw, please. My favorite save of the night. Man. I do very poorly every time. Oh, I'm That's good not- again. I'm good. I got a twenty-two. Twenty-two. High five. Oh. Nineteen. Oh hey, Gobshite. Oh hey, Gobshite. Uh, we killed Kreslin. Um, no, just kidding. Um, Drakland, Rumiel, what did you get? Sixteen. Nine. Nine. All right. Um, yeah. A shout emanates from Ibrin, uh, blasting the earth in. Knocking everyone back except Valari. Uh, Even with a 19? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the point? Uh, so, prone? Everyone is knocked backwards prone, yes. Uh, the point was, it was a DC 20 to stay upright. No, yeah, I get it. I, but, yeah. uh, the, even, even the little doggo gets pushed backwards and drops to his butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, dirt and dust flying everywhere. The the shout might have started with foose, but we mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, he <laughs> he steps into the the cave, um, and at this point, smoke is billowing out of his mouth and his nose and his ears, uh, and he's staring back past the group to the point where he's staring at the stone. Uh, as he walks in, the stone lifts up and starts floating towards the center of the room and dropping down almost dead center. Um, You're all starting to clamor upright, and just as Ebern reaches his hand out and opens his mouth uh, as if to say something or command the stone, uh, from all of your perspective, you do see a blade come piercing straight through Ebern's chest. No! He's gonna do that. From the backside, you start crying. Yeah, this evil possessed boy crush. (laughs) Uh, He drops to his knees and lets out some almost like magma esque flame from his mouth, and you see uh, flames drip out of the sword as if his entire inner being was this flame corruption. Uh, As he drops to his knees and starts to fall forward, uh, and the dust falls, you see the ghost blade. That makes sense. Limping in the door. (sighs) What the hell is going on? (laughs) I have. There is a. There is a blue blade of ice floating next to my hand at this moment. Speak now or end. You almost met your end, he says. That was no longer my brother. Clearly. He was much more possessed and nearly killed us all. 
And you see as the ghost blade steps in even further that he's bleeding from a large gash in his side and on his shoulder. Uh, he's got scorch marks all up his once pristine armor. Romeo, uh, the turtle! Um, I'm not going to bring the turtle, but seeing that, I'll <laughs> kind of just kind of put my staff down and call forth um, some balm of the summer court. You you see um, that he's... I'll give him a couple, a couple, um, well, a couple like d sixes. Yep. So I'm gonna try and give him a little bit of stabilizing. All right, stabilization. Because as much as I hate, like, I don't like that Ebron's now dead, but I think we all know why. I mean, I and I'm not gonna argue with him. Right, because apparently we didn't stop whatever the ceremony was. I don't know. Goth is... I don't know that we could have stopped it, to be honest. Uh, so you do see the shadow, or the, the ghost blade stiffen up a little bit more and stretch his neck as if he feels a little bit rejuvenated. And he steps forward and pulls the blade out from the back of Ibrin. And the blade glows bright purple down the sharp edge. Uh, and he, I'm going to sorry. Okay. As, as he's yeah. as if he's pulled this blade, yep. I'm going to approach. Obviously, he's seen me cast some healing. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to kind of approach him and Ebrin and and kneel down to look at the body, um, just to see. Yeah. Um, and kind of ask, is there is there anything that is worth that can be saved here? As you're stepping forward and asking that, and he's pulling the blade out, mm-hmm. he puts his hand up to you as if to tell you to stop and to back up. Um, and he pulls the blade and sheaths it in a, a metal ring hanging off of his back and lets go, and you hear a little pop, and the blade handle just disappears behind him. Uh, but you hear that, and then you also see a bit of wispy smoke come rising up out of the hole in Ebron's back. Um, mm-hmm. And this thing is almost sentient, and it twirls around the ghost blade and then shoots out of the cave door. Um, and the ghost blade looks down, and you hear a heavy sigh as he looks down at, his, at the body that was once his brother, and he looks up at you, Rumiel, and he goes, I don't think there's anything left to be saved here. Whatever it was has consumed my brother. And it's severely weakened, but not dispatched of. Why didn't you help him? This was the only help for him now. Will that thing try to possess someone else? I assume so, as I have yet to completely dispatch of it. I need, was, I need each of you to roll a uh, perception, please. You can't be using those dice anymore. I'm going to use them explicitly. Bla- Blacksmithcraft dice rolls exactly what you want, 
most of the time. Unless it's what the DM wants. But uh, we keep getting 20s over here. Uh, link to the dice below. Your DM will yeah. love you at the table when they're all nat 20s. But they're not, they're, they're not, they're not built that way, but they're fun. Uh, numbers across the table. 19. 21. 21. Uh, 9. Uh, as you're speaking with Ebrin, uh, or, or sorry, Ebrin. sorry, Ghostblade. the Ghostblade, uh, yep. you all notice that, um, you're leaning towards the center of the room a little bit, uh, and at the very last moment, most of you notice that you have an outstretched hand placing on this piece in the center. As wait, who does? All of you. All of us are touching it. All of you are now touching this stone. Well, what? Shit. Yep. You're all touching the stone, and you see the ghost blade stiffen up a little bit as he was watching you all come towards him, but at the same time, too, almost feel gripped by this stone. And he he holds tight and puts his hand over his shoulder as if he's expecting something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nothing seems to happen. Each of you feels a slight tingle in your hands as you land a hand on the stone. And the ghost blade turns his head to the side well, I guess I must congratulate you on co-leadership. Each of you must have royal blood, or you would have been struck down. I mean... Wait, what? I so did not want this. The stone seeks to bring rulers to the land, and those who enter the cave are worthy enough to enter, and those who touch the stone are worthy enough to rule, but you feel the pull as you get closer. Even I wanted to touch it, but I'm not worthy enough. So we were definitely foolish by coming in. (laughs) Figured that one out. I've got like one hand out, and I kind of like bring my other hand. He's <laughs> like, I'm gonna lean into it. Uh, so I reach and I'm like, so what do we do with this then? The amulet you pull out, and it's glowing bright, and it fills the room with golden and purple beams. Uh, to most of us in this day and age, we would say it's almost disco ball like. Uh, in purple and golden beams shooting everywhere. And by uh, this day and age, you mean like 40 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this day and age, meaning not in the time where disco balls didn't exist because, you know, only uh, okay. magical light was that pretty. Uh, but it, it emanates from this piece. Uh, and as you look around the room, you notice a glowing symbol on the back of the hand that first touched the stone, and this symbol is a golden dragon with a purple sword stabbed through it. Uh, It stays on the back of your hand briefly, and then disappears, almost as if it sunk into the skin. 
the amulet stops glowing and falls to pieces. I knew you were going to say that. Each piece is collectible, but it's lost its original shimmer and shine. How many pieces uh, are there? There's about 12 small diamond pieces, uh, each with a very light hue of the original color, six of a very light purple, and six of a light golden tone. Well, maybe Eleanor can fix it. <sighs> Who? Uh, Eleanor McGuffin. Right? That was her name? Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't meet her. <laughs> she was a there. Her shop may be destroyed. <sighs> so we're rulers of a hole now? We're gonna make it the best hole in the ground anybody's ever seen. <laughs> we'll have the best beer. The ghost blade pulls out his sword, and on the opposite side of where it was glowing purple, it glows golden, and he looks at it a second, and he pulls it close to him, and he looks across the room and goes, Well, it seems that I am your guardian now. Well, shit. Um... Uh... This isn't as I expected, but it seems that I was in the room as you were all granted rulership, so that is bestowed upon me to be the guardian. Dibs on the dragon. (laughs) As you look back out, the dragon is sitting there, and it's huffing and puffing and menacing. Uh... The ghost blade looks over his shoulder and goes, I believe that one is not as you expect it to be. Is it a person? It's probably a person. Yes. Yes, it is. What? (laughs) Okay, first order as your ruler. Talk, man. Why did Ebron have to die? Where did we miss the ritual happening? What happened to you when you jumped into a pit? And who the heck is the dragon? The dragon is um, an unfortunate soldier of, um, I believe, the Lower Kingdom. Um, The rituals I've been trying to stop for days were to summon the Dragon King, that wispy thing that is now loose towards town, and um, that about sums it up, but when I jumped into the hole, I set traps to uh, prevent those from... That was you? You were the one that triggered the traps. You destroyed the city! We were trying to help! Don't you have a spell or something that could tell us some information at a critical moment? I do not have spells, sir. I have gadgetry. He's Batman. <laughs> Don't you have a gadget that could have given us critical information <laughs> before we ruined a quarter of our city? Well, um... Even worse, at the time, it wasn't our city to ruin! At least you know what your first order of business is. What if we don't want this? Then I will lead in your stead. Oh. Okay. But you are, you are forever marked as the leaders of... This city, I am just taking your 
place, as it were. I have to sleep on this. I be yeah. I I wouldn't say I don't want this. Are we? So we're leaders of both sides, is what you're saying? Well, you did have both emblems on your hand. Yeah, it was kind of like a cool watermark of both of them. So, yes. And he huh. he looks confused uh, from what you can see of his eyes behind his mask. He kind of squints one and turns to the side as if he's giving you the best answer he knows. Why? If, if this is a poor soldier, poor soul of a soldier, this dragon, then why are you riding him around and taking him with you? It was Ibrin who had Ibrin. come off the back. Oh, uh, this bad. guy yeah. snuck in. We didn't know he was there. He looks around and says, my brother had, had ridden it in, but um, I had rode the, the poor horse that um, this dragon had consumed as I entered. Well... Has the ball done anything else since we've all been touching it? Did that did it like did the glowing stop or did did it change at all or is it the same? It it has there? reduced its motion and its glow as if it's now happy with the current state. Before it was like energetic and now it's just kind of hovering there, very calm, quiet, and not as full of motion. If we had all touched this earlier. Could we have saved Ebron? Again, I'm not sure if there was much to save at this point. How did it not affect you? Because Ebron was the older brother, right? Ebron was my older brother. And he was first in line. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So, with the, the bloodline that we have... He was the one consumed by it. I fear it either will come after me or whoever's summoning. Well, then we gotta find them and end it. Yes, what did you find in the tunnels? It seemed like some rituals gone poorly. Yeah, that was us. Oh, you you stopped stopped seven or eight rituals, or you were starting those rituals? We stopped one yesterday. There was a very fresh one in there that was a large froggy thing. That, yeah, that was the one. Hmm. <laughs> well, you did a great job taking it down. How did he find the froggy thing? We tossed that thing out of the... Did you? Did you Pretty toss sure it we out? Did. Oh, I thought you... We did th- hide the bodies. You did hide the bodies. Okay. Remember <laughs> I molded Earth? And we, like, pushed oh, him Oh, we buried him. That's what it was. Hmm. Well, it would seem that our... If they're if they still trying to summon the, the Dragon King... Now, sir... What is your name? He looks around. You have to tell me I'm a king. I don't recall, sir. I've been the Shadow Blade since I was a young boy. Ghost. Ghost. Ghost Blade. 
You guys kept saying shadow play. No, I cast my shadow play. No. I've been calling you Bibrin. Because I'm the second brother? Because you're the brother of Ebrin. I, I pull out my notebook and write Ghostblade, and then write doesn't know his own name. Perfect. Because he, oh. as, as he described it to you, he's been the Ghostblade since he was a youngster. Uh, sir, if I'm the, the, the Dragon King... Now that is a, an entity that seeks I'm trying to remember how this worked to influence the king. Yes? So if yes. if the, there is if there is an established ruler because this is all messy then trying to summon the would they still be able to summon the dragon king or are we the next targets. There's still someone in the city most likely summoning him. That's mm. why the presence went back to the city. At least, why it didn't want me as it circled around, I believe. Well, it should want us, I would think. So the, the question to me is... Why doesn't want us, if it has followed the pattern of, of, of desiring the rulers, um, it's breaking from pattern, someone's trying to summon it, something is still not fulfilled here. The rulership is um, finicky. The, really? The, the kings <laughs> either take the power or are given the power by the, the bloodline. So someone's trying to summon the bloodline. Maybe there's a long-lost relative, or... There's two. Two. Princess. Hmm. Can we bury our dead and go drink a beer, please? Yeah, I'm exhausted. This is all a bit much. Y yes, we can. Um, we'll bury my brother at the top of the hill here. As he had made it this far to being the king. It should only be fit. Um, and then are you speaking of the others at the bottom of the path? Just the one. The man with the sword. The, not the guard. Mm. He had been a friend. Dear Levat, yes, yes, yes. I'd encountered him. He helped me with some stitching. And he points out a, a piece of his garment that has the finest golden stitching on this very white leather. Well, do we know who... Do you know who the other two men that were with him were? They bore emblems of the city. One would assume there was a fight here, and um, Levat put up quite the fight. Why would Town Guard be attacking a civilian? Oh, they... Um, they don't appear to be Guard's members, but... Um, the more burly man is, um, I think, from one of the rich families, and uh, the other man is one of the thugs that uh, roams the city from time to time. Where do you know about Levat's smuggling weapons? That it seems he was helping 
the Strand in whatever they're protecting. Let's bury your brother and be done. This is going to take some time, I agree. So you're able to step back out onto the landing area. Uh, The dragon that is there has golden cuffs around each of its front claws um, that seem to be binding it in whatever spell that has turned it to a dragon. Um, The the golden cuffs have a lock or a, yeah, a locking mechanism on the bottom, uh, which seems to accept a large key. Damn it. I search Ebrin's pockets. You do not find any keys on Ebrin. Ebrin seems to be carrying little to nothing. A small dagger that is nearly worthless. It's fairly bent up and nicked up. Um, it seems as if he had been moving through the city and kind of autonomously just following his path that he's left his main gear. Can I pick up? Can I pick the lock? You can give it a try, yeah. Because I have thieves tools. No, that didn't work. Eleven. Try the other lock. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that one's a 10 the dragon kind of at the first lock that you go for pulls back and then realizes that you're trying to help so he puts both of his arms out and shakes his head a little when you can't get in um, and flutters his wings as if he's ready to take off I want to try again. One more time. Yeah. <clears throat> um, That's a 16. You're not able to get into the lock again. Um, what? I, approaching, I'm going to, uh, since we've noticed this kind of, they're magical, this seems to be, the, the spell seems to be eminent, like, attached to them. Um, I'm going to try a um, dispel magic. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and cast that on him or the locks or uh, cast a spell magic to break the enchantment. All right. Uh, it looks like the Java man tried to roll and break the lock with a four. Penguin witch doctor only got a seven. Seven. Yeah, we're not Come doing on, guys. great. On our Come locks. on. Um, at what level do you cast a spell magic? Um, I can only go third. Third, okay. Uh, As you cast it, you see a shimmer ripple across the dragon, um, Mm -hmm. and you see almost as if uh, a man is inside controlling, uh, but not Mm -hmm. as if he's trying to control. Uh, He's just there, and then the shimmer dissipates, and it's back to the shape of the dragon. Um, For a spell that's... um... For each spell of or higher, so if it's if it's higher than third, can I make an ability check? Um, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. The DC equals ten plus the spell's level. Yep. Um, you may do that. You, that you may do that as okay as you see the shimmer as you focus in a little bit okay. more. Okay. Right. Okay. That's okay. 
That is a soft 20. So unless it's a 10th level enchantment. You see the the shimmer ripple again, and like the dragon sinks into the man, Mm -hmm. uh, and the man drops to his hands and knees in tattered, beat-up clothing that once looked like it was very stately. Uh, It is now just worn and torn to shreds. Um, And he stands up and kind of stumbles a bit and coughs, and a little bit of smoke comes out of his mouth. And he looks around, puzzled, mildly unsure of where he's at. Um, I I suppose a, a thank you is involved here, but how long I was I like that? Uh, we don't. Well, that's to answer. We don't. Well, I must get back to my king. Uh, we go kings. When? Well. Oh, okay. And then. As of like five minutes ago. Things have changed. Quite a bit, it would seem. Who did you expect as your king? Um, a young Sunwalker. Oh, jeez. How long ago was this? I'm not sure that he knows. Yeah, like how how old is how what is the age of young? Uh the king was placed in his leadership at 20 21 I've served for a year or so. Oh, 23 was, 24 years old. So that was what like 40 years ago. That king has died. Yeah, he died like a month ago. Well, uh, like 2 days ago. No, the drought died just a couple of days ago. Right? The sun. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Then I must see my family, whatever's left of my family. You're free to go. Thank you. Uh, if I can get reestablished, I'm in your debt. Who turned you into a dragon and why? The man turns around and looks at you and Looks like he almost falls in the back of his head for a moment. Um, the king's men were trying to create great warriors, I think. My memory's foggy on that. No, that's okay. If you remember more, you know where to find us. Well, I'll be in town trying to make my way, and um, I assume you'll be at the Castle, your highnesses? We haven't yeah. exactly yeah. talked about What's that. your name, sir? My name? Oh. It... It's Alec... Oh, what is it? Baldwin. <laughs> no, no. Baldwin was my cousin. Baldwin Guinness was him. Um, but... The last name is a family heirloom. Something great that's been handed down from my mother's side to my mother's side and to her mother's side. It's a weird family. Ah. Uh, Alec Smith. Simple name. We we owned a farm. Not the Smith. Smith the Smith Apples. 
My great, my great granny had a wonderful farm of apples. I walk <laughs> off and I just like sit by Ebrin's body, waiting for the funeral. Um, and I'll kind of say, Alec, as we mentioned, you're free to go. Uh, we would give you a horse, but you just ate it. So I'm gonna um, give him what? like a hundred gold. A <laughs> hundred gold. So he has like money because he has nothing, right? He, like so. He reaches out and he takes the gold from you. This is quite a lot. Well, you got nothing, and I you take need food and home, and yeah, I think it's I take you've 50 it. of it back, and I say taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. You're not my <laughs> king, and he rushes <laughs> off. There was about to be a point. <laughs> uh, you do notice as he's walking away, he, he walks up to a tree and greets it. And, Hello, sir. Uh, would you join me? And That's not very nice, and he walks away from the tree and walks down. He's a little... Uh. There's, there's, an, there's another one like me. I He's guess. rude. He's got speak with plants going. I have to check out that tree later and have a good conversation. Are the cuffs still there? The cuffs are not. They're just like gone. They're gone. Okay. Can I loot the body? No, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. No. No, the cuffs are gone. They just kind of shrunk in with. The dragon as the spell dissipated. Look, yo, I uh, haven't looted a uh, body. The ghost blade is staying there, head hung, uh, waiting for the funeral slash burial slash whatever yeah. you want to do here, player. Let's start molding the earth. Just start taking out chunks and get I it. To. Uh, I want to run back down the hill because we still we have two bodies, mm-hmm. uh, and in the one cart was a good bit of silk. Mm-hmm. I want to take half of that silk back up that we can use to wrap Ebron in. Yep, give him a sense of something. How much nice. gold does it take to revivify? Uh huh. We would have to get to a church. Which is like down the town. It has to be within a minute of them dying. Oh. Yes. But Ray's dead. Why? Are you a cleric? (laughs) No. Okay. Just double checking. That would be rude if she was, because she keeps making Rumiel heal her. (laughs) (laughs) The character sheet sheet says, Fighter. Rude. All levels are in cleric, however. <laughs> yes. So you're uh, you're able to wrap the body and bury it. Uh, as you're able to bury it, the ghost blade finds a, a lone purple flower and sets it down on top of the fresh mound, and he nods his head. Uh, I I would kind of tug on Rumio and just say. Any chance you could add a little? Um, probably, but not today. An orange bush? An orange bush? An orange bush? (laughs) No. Um, I, um, I could, um, and I, and I do mean to, um, but that is not something that, um, that I can do immediately. The um, with the um, 
the spell casting that I've been doing, I don't feel that I quite have it in me to... I'm out of slots. <laughs> I didn't prepare that one. <laughs> so you're able to bury Ibrin, and you make your way down the hill, and you're able to do the same for Levat. You wrap him gently, dig the hole, bury the man as well. The whole time the ghost blade is silent, and as you've finished uh, paying respects, uh, the one word that comes out of the ghost blade's mouth is beer. And he, he turns and looks at the group and waits silently. Mm-hmm. I feel we shall order an extra glass for each of these men. For their and honor. then revenge. Well, if that's what we do, that's what we do. And as it is early evening and the sun is starting to set, a nice golden hue comes across the grasslands as you walk back. Uh, A bunch of the tents are set up nicely now as people are outside of the city. Uh, Children are playing with one another running through the fields. Um, There's a quietness about everything, even though there's some life here and there. Uh, more somber quietness as there's a few adults looking to realize that their home is now changed. Uh, Some of them are without homes and the city that they had lived in is now vastly different. Uh, You see a few paler dwarves as if they may have been living in the Undercity for some time. Uh, Some tieflings and uh, a few drow sit together as if they're some of the Undercity group that was affected. Uh, and a couple children come running up as you're walking your way back to the city. And one one little boy looks up at the group. Are you kings and queens? I just, I think you're kings and queens. Look at you. And as you look at one another, you're all still dirty and beaten from the battle and you hear a father no leave them leave them alone they look like they had a rougher day than us do do you do you need anything Uh, bandages um a bit of water we we don't have much at the moment but um can we help what is your name (laughs) all of these names (laughs) i gotta pull one out now (laughs) It's you hear, His name is Tyrell Goldenhand. He shouts back at you. Tyrell, I thank you. Uh, we no, we are not in need now, but your kindness and generosity in this time, as tough as it is, I shall remember it. Perhaps he shall be an advisor. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Tyrell Goldenhand. Random villager. Random villager with random name. Now our With advisor. random kids. With random, <laughs> random child X comes up to you and uh, 
parent of X. Be prophetic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm noting that his name is X. X is the child's name. <laughs> X Golden Hand. Man. Uh, Spelled E X S. X. E C K S. Yeah, there you go. Uh, as you make your way into town and into the Stumble on Inn, it is empty uh, aside from the barkeep who looks across the group. Oh, I thought I was having a bad day. No sales today, and. Um, the city caving in and now you lot um <laughs> at least when yep you're all here and you're alive um your rooms have been um freshly prepped um i can start dinner for you and pour some beers and the shadow blade or the, <laughs> the ghost blade puts his hand up and he ghost face killer ghost face killer uh, he puts his hand up and he signals around um, and points at himself as if he's letting the man know. Um, and um, two extras, please. And the barkeep hustles out the drinks and you hear some uh, utensils clinking up in the kitchen as he's getting his staff to cook dinner. Uh, it is incredibly quiet in the town. All you hear as you sit down at the table is a little crackle of the fire, um, and the barkeep kind of takes a look at the lot, and he pulls out his violin and starts playing a quiet tune for you all. Dinner will be out um, quite shortly, I hope. Um, It seems you're in need of a bit of music, and whatever may have happened... Sorry. Hmm. Is that the world's smallest violin? Playing the world's saddest song? No, but it is a violin that's mildly out of tune with a bow that is falling apart. (laughs) Anybody cast mend? (laughs) Uh, You are sitting at the table with your drinks and the ghost blade is keeping very quiet uh, as the two extra drinks come out, the ghost blade grabs one and leans over towards the window next to him and pours it out as to respect the floor of the inn and puts (laughs) his head down and sets the ale the empty ale mug down and kind of waves to the table for whoever wants to pour out the one for Levat. I'll grab it and I'll pour it out Mm. and put the empty mug next to me He raises his glass in silence and drinks, and this is where you are left for the evening, waiting for dinner, paying respects to friends, um, and, uh... Witch doctor just burying that dagger uh, even further. (laughs) Do you you want to have the, the violin make a save? I don't even have men! (laughs) (laughs) So we are left in a somber tone here, um... We've had some big changes happen, players. Uh, wonder what's next. Seriously, no, no, I wonder so, what's next. I can <laughs> buy whatever I want. Chocolate, wine. Do I advance to level twenty now? My room. <laughs> All of you are level twenty. You are stuck in a kingdom. You must uh, spend the next six sessions ruling the kingdom, dealing yeah. with taxes. 
property, <laughs> uh, civil disputes. I order my artificers, the royal artificers and magicians, to make me a blink dagger. <laughs> None you can be found. Well, with that, we are wrapping our show for the evening. Uh, thank you for everyone who has tuned in, for his liked, shared, commented, followed, etc. Do join our Discord. The link is below. Uh, if you're listening to us on a podcast, um, thank you. We're super, super excited to have you here in any form that you consume our stories. We love telling them. Uh, we love telling them with you. So continue to engage in chat. Continue to engage in our social. We'll see you in two weeks for sure but uh, we'll put on our social if we have anything going next week with our copious amounts of free time uh, do check out our sponsors uh, Nathan was kindly putting them up in chat the links are below as well uh, all of this can be found at a very crudely thrown together for Instagram herebedragonsdnd.com uh, which is also on our Instagram profile link so you can get to all of our outlets uh, we do have merchandise Get the shirts that any of our players are wearing. Not this one here. This is the only one that we're not uh, selling, but we do have a dragon head. We do have each of the players' shirts. Uh, Alex will be getting one made up for his character soon. Um, and you can cheer for your favorites as we continue through our story. Uh, with that, uh, players, do you have any other sign-offs, any other notes? Good night. Good night. Nope. Thank Good you. night. Stay safe. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. Hydrated. Yeah, thanks to everyone who tuned in and uh, enjoyed the show with us today. Fantastic. Stay sanitized, and with that, yes. Good night. Mm-hmm.